Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 63 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matoro. Just when I thought we were done, they pull us back in. I've tried that. Oh, my God, it's so crazy that you do that of all things for your opening because I just did that impression yesterday at work. That's hilarious. Because Sill from The Sopranos for the early seasons does it like 20 times throughout the first couple seasons. And yep. I did that to my buddy Alan. We were talking about Super Mario Odyssey. And I said, but they were done. They boom me back in. Dude, it's easily one of the best quotes. That's fantastic. Well, it is Saturday, November 4th at 8.15 exactly. That's AM, ladies and gentlemen. AM. And we come to you with... You know, we say this all the time. It's a boatload. It's a it is a jam packed episode. We're talking front to back, jam packed. Uh, so, um, with all of that being said, let's give you a little bit of an agenda of what we got going on. We'll go ahead and hit the uh, the Facebook and the Twitter and everything in a minute. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, how I went to go see Frank Caliendo. Do a quick review of that show. Uh, we have trivia section. Our top three is going to be in the open today. Uh, we're going to get to it pretty quickly too. Uh, let's see. We have. We're going to start off with a one tech story. Go into gaming. A um, lot of gaming stuff. We're in the holiday season. It's just what happens. Uh, TV. We're going to end the day with a lot of movie stuff as well. So heavy on gaming. Heavy on music. Got a couple things in. Uh, I'm sorry. Heavy on movies and gaming. Got a couple things in music at the very end. Um, I'm just starting to throw in now just new releases for music. Um, I do the quick iTunes preview. And just get all the tracks, just a minute and a half of every track, just a quick kind of uh, album review for just a couple new things. So we'll get that rolling too. And then we'll end it with, of course, our pick of the week. But Sam, uh, do you know where to find us if you wanted to on Twitter, on the Instagram, <laughs> and on the Facebook? Do you know where to go? I mean, I, I, if I had to take a stab in the dark, I'd, I'd say We Podcast, We Know Things. All right. So it is at We Podcast and We Know Things on Instagram. If you go to Facebook.com and just type in We Podcast and We Know Things, you'll find our Facebook page. And Twitter is at We Pod and We Know. We also have a YouTube channel. We have We Podcast and We Know Things.com. Um, and then we also have our Twitch page, which is twitch.tv slash VanillaBear35. But above all else, the number one thing you can do is hit that subscribe button or that follow button on iTunes, on Google Play, or on Stitcher. It helps keep the lights on Sam. Even though technically the lights right now are not on. We do not have lights. I don't think we've ever done a show no. in the morning with lights on. No, I mean, we'll keep it traditional. We use the natural light coming in from the back door when we open the curtains at 8 in the morning because we're psychos. And Sam gets a text message from me. I get a text message from him at 8 in the morning, 7.15 every, every in route. week. In route. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, Sam, um, I am just happy to say that we can even be bringing them a show this week. Yeah, like I said, there's usually a reason why my opener or ending, there's always something behind it. Uh, we, as you know, had to take a two-month hiatus. Yes, because I got married. Yes, because of the honeymoon. But also, oh, and Sam uh, went to Baltimore Comic Con, but also... Because we flat out didn't have a device to bring you an episode from. Yeah. So that'd, be, that'd be it. We came back. Um, I believe it was episode 59. We came back uh, and we we could not have done it without the help of Ryan Simmons. We, we shouted him out before. He actually gave us a laptop um, with audio software on it to borrow indefinitely until we got yeah. our, our new computer. So, again, thank you to Ryan. Well, the other day, um, I am uploading the episode the episode uploads about 15 minutes later mac freezes it happens computers freeze it's a six-year-old mac 
gotta go ahead and say okay i'll just restart it when i restart it unfortunately i get the macbook death signal which is a uh, looks like a folder with a question mark that just blinks, which is usually a hardware corruption or a hard drive corruption. And a lot of times it means uh, sayonara sucker. Uh, in our case, <laughs> which, which we thought in our case, because we're borrowing a Mac and it's, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it, the investment to fix it might not be worth it when you just can go get a new Mac for a couple, you know, a thousand bucks or whatever, uh, maybe 1300. And <clears throat> text Ryan and I'm like, Ryan, Hey man, we got four or five good episodes out of this. Plus the interview. I really appreciate it, man. It, 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 da, 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 da. Hey, you know, it's a good, good thing that it happened for you. I had a good run. Yeah, had a good run. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to turn it on real quick. Just to, oh, oh, it's working again? Oh, okay. Yeah, because there was a time where we were like, well, we're going to have to go on hiatus again. <laughs> uh-huh. And this was going to be a little bit more permanent because we just flat out. Yeah, there's nothing in the future coming. <laughs> flat out no computer coming in the future anytime soon. So uh, we were very sad for a couple of days. There was Tuesday and Wednesday. We were like. Christmas come early for us. Yeah, we were down in our dumps and then I. Just happened to just turn it on Thursday. Why not? Or maybe late Wednesday or Thursday. Why not? And there it comes. It's back. And I'm like, huh. we'll take uh, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I'm like testing it out. I went on the audio program we use. I'm talking into it a little bit. And it froze. And it did the corruption again. I don't know if I texted you about no, the second No, you, you did not. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think you wanted I, I let, this to be. <laughs> I let Ryan know. I let Ryan know. Uh, and then this morning when I turned it on, it worked. I mean, as of right now, it's still working, knock on wood, so that's, that's a good sign. If you're hearing us, it's working. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Uh, if you're hearing us right now, it's working. Um, but laptop resurrection, I have made a commitment to only turn it on on Saturdays when you're on your way. That's per- it. Perfect. That's it. It will not be used at all outside of that. Um, but just some crazy stuff we've went through just to bring you this episode. So uh, thank you again to Ryan for that, for the letting us borrow the Mac, because honestly, you're saving the show. Yeah, you demand. Uh, so I saw Frank Caliendo over the weekend, last weekend in Atlantic City. My dad took my brother and I to the Borgata in, in Atlantic City. It was a great guy's night out. You know what I mean? Yeah, went to the definitely. buffet, ate our faces off, prime rib <laughs> night. So I'm going prime rib and sesame chicken and fried chicken and pizza and mashed potatoes and uh, tequila lime chicken and gelato <laughs> apple crisp oh dude it was an unbelievable night frank caliendo as you know voice of he did fox sports Madden, and espn he, stuff, he does man. all the impressions so he did he comes on and what you don't know about frank caliendo from seeing him on tv he lost a lot of weight not only that he's about five one yeah, he's i know he's, he's a very guy. short guy and i did not know that and i would estimate out of the sold out room i would estimate 70 percent to 80 percent of the audience did not know either yeah and so he walks out, and everybody's clapping and going. But as soon as you see him, and you see that he's not tall, yeah. and he's not really what you pictured from television, you you just you and then you just it slows down for a second because you have to comprehend like what, and the whole room kind of like, yeah. and they pick it back up, and he goes. His opening joke was, "Yeah, I thought I'd be taller too." <laughs> That's that, awesome. And at that moment, just completely opened up the the kind of. Broke the elephant in the room. He, he addressed the funniest thing in the room and moved forward and did. Whew, he did a started off with Trump. Of course, we'll move past that one. Did a very good Trump. Then he did uh, George W. Of course then he, he did. Yep. Then he did Obama. Then he did Bill Clinton. And then he had a conversation between the four of them nice. by himself. 
<laughs> I know Na- he I know he did Morgan Freeman. Narrated by Morgan Freeman. Perfect. So he Perfect. narrated his own conversation between four presidents and uh three former. And uh it was laugh out loud funny. And that was the first half of the show it was mostly political. Yeah. Uh and then he moved into the sports realm where he did he has to, he where he has did to. John Madden. Has to. Uh, talking about Brett Favre and narrating plays, he did John Gruden. I was gonna say Gruden. He next. does the best Gruden. He yeah, he, he did his hilarious. Gruden about. Uh, he's he's like uh, man. I'll tell you, man. Those uh, those <laughs> those three bears coming to blow that house down, man. I wouldn't want to be that girl. Good night, kid. And like <laughs> telling a bedtime story to his kid. Um, <clears throat> he did. <sighs> Adam Sandler. He does a, an incredible Adam Sandler. He opened up at the end of the show for the last five, ten minutes. He opened up the show for people to yell out impressions for him to do. Oh, that's awesome. Robin Williams, Jerry Seinfeld. Da, da, da. Really, really, really good. He did a Hillary for a second. Um, but just super funny all around. But the best part of the entire show. And it's because it hits so close to home. And I can't believe of all the things he could have done, he did the one thing that I would pay to see, I guess. Not knowing he was going to do this. So he does his John Madden for football, and then he ties it in. And he goes, could you imagine John Madden in other scenarios? Like, what about if John Madden was narrating Super Mario Brothers? Oh, wow. Which just happens to be my favorite thing on the planet. So he's like, he's like, and Mario runs down, bam, gets the flower, and turns into fire. Guy shooting fire, I don't know. And it's just like, did it for five minutes. It would not stop. It went through the first level and the underwater, uh, underground section and a water level. Like he did three so levels. You're, so you're telling me he plays Mario? Yeah, okay. right. And he nice. and and I also felt because you know some folks in Atlantic City go down and maybe they're not into Mario. You know, maybe they're on that the old bus there, um, and they they weren't around. They didn't catch the Mario craze from 1985 to 2017. Maybe they missed that time. Uh, but you could tell some people are like, all right, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. But man, my brother and I, I was, I was, oh, I'll, I'll bet that was up right up your alley. I was just physically just crying very heavy and hard. Uh, so there you go. But that's a fantastic show. I would 100% see him again. He th- thought it was totally worth it. Glad to hear him. He, every time he's on Preston's TV, he cracks me up. His impressions are awesome. Just a piece of housekeeping news for everybody. Guys, we, this week alone, we have secured roughly six guests to come on the show. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. We cannot tell you anything about the names right now. Yeah, knock on wood that, not, yeah, you know. Until we secure dates yeah. and everything like that, and then we'll let you know. But we should have three, at least, at least three additional bonus episodes coming with interviews uh, with folks that we've reached out to and are, are happy enough to come on the show. And um, my goodness, can't thank them enough in advance, but we cannot wait to share with you some oh, more details. definitely. It's... As you could say, it's, it's sad. To say, well, not sad to say, but it's like almost corny, like a dream come true type of deal. At there, least for, there's a for, for a certain few. There, there's yeah. a, all yeah. of them, really. I mean, think about it. All of them. Just people, dreams come true. People, bands that you've been listening to since grade school, high school. So it's yeah. pretty cool. Bands since high school, bands since high school, and very, very funny yeah. professional comedian. So that one might be the funniest episode yeah. we, we do. Could so be. we are going to uh, share those details as we can with you. But. Uh, Sam, it's Saturday, it's a weekend, everybody likes to relax, kick back, have a drink, so we thought our top three mixed drinks. Yeah, mixed drinks, we kept beer out of it, so I went over through, I'll go a little classy. Um, I, actually, I think it started when I, back in the day when I used to work at Subway, where my old boss used to bring in this drink, I used to, so I started liking it. A little Crown Royal Neat, 
you know, it's, it's the one drink where it's like, you know, I, I don't mix anything. I can actually say that, you know, I could probably drink it with my pinky in the air and not feel like a complete fruit. So, yeah, easy number three. Uh, my number three is something that I was introduced to by an old guy at a wedding that I don't know. I don't remember what wedding, and I don't remember who the guy was. But I was at the line for... I guess you had a few too many that night. I was 21. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't really know drinking yet. Um, I didn't do any drinking before I was 21, really. Yeah, good two shoes. I mean, I, I, I mean, I did once I hit to college. Let me say that before college, I didn't. I drank once before college. Um, Aren't you embarrassed? Sk- skateboarding, <laughs> dude. Didn't have time. And uh, I was at a wedding, waiting in line. Have no idea what I want. Don't know my ass from my elbow when it comes to drinks. And he's he's ass drinking this clear. He's drinking this clear thing, and I'm like, "Sir, what is that?" And he goes, "Go get it. It's." peach schnapps and sprite oh yeah you do get that i do uh, get that uh, and it turns my stomach now because it's so sweet and sugary and schnapps yeah. are like one percent alcohol i think Complete, they're 15 but yeah. like it takes about 14 of those to feel at it at least 10 15 yeah it takes like four and then you're just drinking so much soda and sugar that it just completely gets you a stomach ache but that was the first like mixed drink i've ever had yeah. that i liked a lot and i get it just still one from time to time at places i don't love to drink alcohol with eating dinner yeah. So if I'm going to or have to, I like to get that because it's something I can it's drink. Sweet, enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, I can drink it while I'm eating dinner. So it's still a, a good drink to have once in a while. My number two is usually the drink to, to get the party started. Usually it's the first couple, first one drink. It's the old Long Island iced tea. Just yeah. a conco- conco- ah, concoction of all types of shit. Just stuff to make you feel no pain. My number two would be uh, something that's recent within the last two, year and a half to two years. Um, that I've really, really grown accustomed to, and it is Crown Royal or Crown Royal Apple, Sour Apple. and nice. Coke. Okay. So either one, Crown Royal and Coke, but I prefer to Crown Royal Apple and Coke. If I'm feeling lucky, it'll be Crown Royal, Coke, and a splash of Apple Pucker Schnapps, just to make it, <laughs> just to tie the room together. But anything with Crown Royal in it. I, I, hear, I hear you with the mix, but I feel like the Crown Royal, it's a little more pricey. Like that's sure. almost something I that got deserves, two bottles right behind me. It almost deserves to be sipped on by itself. A little, eh, sometimes neat. Sometimes if you need a little cold, throw a little ice cube I do the rocks. I do the rocks. You know? I always do the rocks when it comes to alcohol. Even well, my shots, even I Even when like you chilled. say neat, though, it's usually chilled or you know, usually get yeah, room yeah. temperature or something like that. It's pretty good. I uh, I could totally do the three fingers on the Crown Royal with the pinky three in the air. Three finger pour. I could do a three finger you. pour with a pinky in the yeah, air. Dude, we're classy <laughs> bitches. Why not? My number one, it's been my drink since, Jesus Christ, I, I couldn't even tell you. I'd be embarrassed so much to say freshman year. Uh, scotch and water? Hold a scotch? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Little Captain and Coke. I mean, it's it's the easiest drink no matter like what what venue or where I'm at. I can never go wrong with a Captain and Coke. My problem, Sam, is that my number one is a Long Island iced yeah. tea, <laughs> which means it's the thing I drink the most, which means that it puts me on my ass the most. But good thing is I can get two of them and I'm good. See, usually that's what I was gonna say. Usually for me, I just like to have you know this, that's my startup to have that one just to have everything in your system at one shot so you're ready to bring on the night. Here's this very short, quick, embarrassing story about the Long Island iced tea and myself and how we get along. Uh, we went to you were there. We went to uh, Helium Comedy Club a couple years ago to see Damien okay. yeah, stand up yeah, comedy. Yeah. And down the street from Helium is this place called the Rap Shack. I don't know if you went there with us. I went to some place where we had food and drinks after. That was, that was the it. first place. After that, we went to a yeah, bar. I might have rocked that. Yeah, it. maybe. Um, and I parked my car right next to Helium on, I think it's 17th and Sam- Samson or yeah, 7th and Samson. It's around there. So on the same street, Samson on Samson, there is the Rap Shack. It is, here's Helium. A block over is this place. Straight shot. Cannot F it up. Right? 
We go into Rap Shack. This place is incredible. They $17. Oh, for a pitcher? A pitcher. I was there. Okay. I was there. $17 for a pitcher of Long Island. Not a glass. Not a glass. Not a glass. A whole pitcher. pitcher. So I got one. (laughs) 17 bucks. Boom. Drink the pitcher. It was me, you, Ash, Dame, Scott. There was was a group of us. There was a group of us. I think Pope was there too. And he's a catalyst of the story because I know I drove him. And I know he partook. Right. Right, and I know he partook. Don't do this at home, kids. So here's no, I knew I wasn't going to drink and drive home. I was going to mm. walk it off, we'll call it. Yeah. So here's the deal. Yeah. I drink the pitcher. You can't walk that off, my friend. Well, here's here's what happened. So drink the pitcher, and uh, I think we probably got a second one or something. I don't know. I know I didn't finish the second one. I probably didn't dive too heavy into the second one. No. Um, I knew I obviously was not in a state to drive, but I didn't know if I was in Philly or yeah. in California at this point. <laughs> So we leave, and to walk it off, I decided to walk to Love Park. That's a far walk. Which is, if if you're from that's Philadelphia a, a and you know walk. where Samson is compared to Love Park, you know that's not happening. Yeah, I was say you got to walk through a, a very nice neighborhood. Plus <laughs> hours of walking at, at that hour too. So I, instead, I got apparently talked out of it, and I walked uh, to Sixth and Spring Garden to the little Ben Franklin Park area yeah. and then back and got back to my car at 4 30 <laughs> jesus god and i was fine by then but i just walked the city of philadelphia with ryan popejoy trying to what, find what my could car. go wrong <laughs> and it was magical yeah. sam it was <laughs> magical that is our top three mixed drinks um hopefully you made you know sam and i did have a couple similarities the long island yeah, that one. should make send us your own list let us know what we should try if we haven't you know what i'm saying do you prefer the long island with Orange juice, coke, do that, or do you want the Long Island sour, like the mix? Doesn't matter. I'm not picky. Literally, <laughs> just pour it. As long as I taste the alcohol, like sometimes. You know, I mean, it's you, all alcohol. Well, I mean, sometimes you go to some restaurants and it's too sweet. You use some of that. I like the sweet ones. Well, That's the thing. I used have, to be coke and orange juice. I'm kind of with the mix now. People have used the mix. And, ah, I'm kind of with the mix. I don't, I don't, I, I'm old school. Give me how it should be. I like. I the just taste asked my you that, and you said no, you didn't care. No, but I don't care how they make it. But sometimes when they, if they mix with orange juice, or some people use the soda, yeah, people will give you that good pour. But some places, you know, once you pour the, the, the liquor bottle, you only get like that half a shot or that one shot. If they give you that two flips, you know, I like to taste my alcohol. So, yeah. Murphy's Wedding had really good ones. Yeah, they did. TGI Friday's little so, secret so, for you. Surprisingly. has really, yeah. really, really good Long Island's. Yeah. And they have two different kinds. They have the premium and the regular. Both really, really and, good. And Uno's. Really? Get the top shelf, yeah. Really? Yeah, I mean, they Uno's. went there a few times. You get the Long Island premium top shelf. You get it in a big-ass glass. Whoa. Yeah, it's delicious. And Uno's Expen- is a fantastic Expensive, place. but yeah. delicious. Friday's is only five bucks. Yeah. I, I remember that. when O'Donnell's had, uh, it was like fifty Thursdays, Long Island's. Really? Yeah, they, well, when they first opened, but yeah. they stopped doing that because we were there every Thursday just God drinking bless. Long Island's. Yeah. I don't think I was drinking the Long Island at that point in my I life. I was. Oh, yeah. I was, there. I was there. I was there. It's bad when they're like, hey, Sam, how you doing, Long Island? <laughs> well, once the bartender knows your name, it's it's bad. Oh, man. But there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> Long Island iced tea. Reigns supreme. Uh, we have trivia this week. It is 0.5 for Sam, 1.5 for me. We both got our questions wrong last week. Uh, go back and listen to the episode if you want to hear about which came first, Taco Bell or Wendy's. Yeah, there you go. It's interesting stuff. Sam, uh, to spoil a little bit what we're going to talk about later um, without spoiling it, Sam, you saw Thor. That I did. Ragnarok last night. So we're going to talk about that and give us your impressions a little bit later on in the show. So my trivia question to you is about Thor. Uh, it's not specific to Ragnarok. Okay. And this question is before Ragnarok. Take Ragnarok out of it. Okay. Because I don't know what happens. So if this happens in Ragnarok, 
It does not count. Okay. Cool. Okay. That's All fair. Right. Which of the following? I'm sorry. This this has it's a multiple choice only. Okay. Okay. Um, it'll be for a full point, not a half. Yeah. Which of the following has not lifted Thor's hammer? Okay. Who has not lifted Thor's hammer? Beta Ray Bill, Loki, Magneto, or Awesome Andy? I don't know who Awesome Andy is. Um, I'm trying to think. Like you're talking in comics, really? Yes. I I almost want to say Loki because how can Loki be worthy? Better a Bill has to list it. Who is who is he? Magneto. Let's go, Loki. Final answer. Yeah. Congratulations. Ah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Loki. There's, there's, it was, it was, how could Loki... He, there's no way he could have been worthy. There's no way. So, there's a caveat to this. I did my research on this because in case you got it wrong and I had to say it was Loki mm-hmm. and you maybe said, what are you talking about? Technically, kind of, a Loki did. Um, so, technically, this is only because of a loophole in the Earth-X series where... The Asgardians are uh, actually a part of the tier of evolution where they become formless, relying on others to provide them with shape, powers, and history through belief. During this series, Loki becomes aware of this in Earth-9997 and decides to become the author of his own life, and at the end he becomes Thor through his own will and lifts the hammer. Okay. So technically it was a version of Loki, but it wasn't the Loki we know. Yeah, we know. Okay, that was a good question. Tricky, but I liked it. So mine also is... It's Marvel related. Ooh. What is the least grossing adjusted for inflation Marvel MCU film? Mm. And that's why adjusted for inflation, I had to say that. That's a really good question. I know we you talked to I, me I about the most. the most. I figured, <clears throat> shit, why not do the least? All right, I'm just going to throw things out there. I'm not. These are not my answers. I'm just throwing things out there. We have uh, Thor, the original Thor. We have... Iron Man 2, no, I think the Iron Man's all did well. Spider-Man 3. But I'm, see, I'm also going towards, like, my least favorite ones. Thor uh, Underworld? Thor, what's that? The Dark World? The Dark World. Okay. Um, and you got to think what's in the Marvel MCU and what's not yeah, also. Yeah. Green Lantern is DC. Correct. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Um. Ooh, I'm just gonna guess it. I'm just gonna guess it. Electra. Final answer. Final answer. Done. All right. Electra was not in the MCU. What? Electra oh, was not in the MCU. Uh, so that whole Daredevil Electra Doesn't thing, care. we're not. Gonna... I'll, gi- I'll give you Can a re- I, let, me, let, me get, g- let me get a guess. I'll then. give you a re guess. Okay. okay. Damn. That's why I said MCU. I thought I was gonna be. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So the MCU started with Spider Man. Or no. Okay, so not... That's so all post, I'm going to say. So post Spider-Man 3. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. Got it, okay. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's, fair. that's fair, that's fair. Establishing, a Marvel, establishing a Marvel Universe here. All right, so now we have to reset. Amazing Spider-Man, not in the MCU. Amazing Spider-Man 2, not in the MCU. Captain America, I think probably did well. I'm still sticking on a Thor movie. You just saw Thor yesterday. So, like... I can't get it out of my head. Uh, I uh, I'm gonna go with the original Thor. Just the first Thor. The Final original answer. Thor. Yep. 
incorrect. Damn. Number one, The Incredible Hulk with, with Edward two, Norton. 2008. That's because that's it starts it. Yeah. But if you had, if you needed answers, it was that, Ant-Man, Captain America First Adventure, and Thor. Okay, I so would still said Thor. It was, still... it was Incredible Hulk, Ant-Man, <clears throat> yeah. Thor, and so on and I so still, forth. I still would have... So Ant Man second, yeah, second okay. from the second yeah, from the I would have, I still would have um, adjusted for inflation. That's yeah. that's why I had to include that. I still would have said Thor because it was my it, choice. Exactly, so, I figured it would be a little a trick thing. I'm still confident so in we're my all answer. knotted up. All right, cool. Um, yeah, one point five to one point five as our quest to Bell eleven. <laughs> our quest to eleven continues. Uh, Sam, let us start us off in the tech world. Uh, what are we at? 25 minutes in. Start us off in the tech world uh, with the company Razer. Everybody had the Razer flip phone as a kid. Well, they are back. Honestly, one phone I didn't have. I never had Me a Razer. Never, never had, had a Razer phone. I used other people's Razer yeah, phones. Of course. Little light blue backing on the buttons. Yeah. Sleek Th- design. Shit, yeah. Everyone had the pink one or the gray one. Yep. Most people yeah. had the gray. Yeah, the pink one came out a little bit. Uh, Razer is back now with a Razer smartphone. It's called the Razer phone. It is basically, though, made for gaming on the go. I am... Like, pretty blown away. Not only that Razer's back, but the quality. Yeah, I, I would have never expected it to be back. Um, I thought that died a long time ago. I'm going to pull up the specs of this bad boy. Uh, I will show you, or t- tell you, I guess, really quick. I'm assuming it's the same design, sleek, and... It's it's a... Think of it like any typical Android phone. Black, square, like a rectangle, black plastic, high-res screen. Okay. About... Fits into the palm of the hand yeah. a little bit, lo- a little bit smaller than this, the uh, like the S version okay. of iPhones. I assume it's not flip. It's, it is not. <laughs> it is not flipped. I will tell you that cool. much. But the Razer phone is has been revealed. It is arriving November seventeenth in North America and Europe. Um, let's see. It's called the Razer phone. The device features two phones. Uh, features two phone firsts, according to the company. First time it ever been in a smartphone is a 120 hertz ultra motion display with a 5.72 inch LCD screen and a Qualcomm Quick Charge 4.0 battery. Uh, the Razer phone boasts 8 millimeter thin aluminum body, so it's metal, not plastic. The operating system is Android Nougat, with Razer noting that the phone will get Oreo on the next upgrade next year. On top of that, the Razer phone has a Qualcomm Snapdragon 835 processor, 8 gigabytes of DDR4 RAM, 64 gigs of internal storage, and you can ins- expand that to 2 terabytes via microSD, the thing that Android still kicks Apple's ass on with uh, expandable memory. Razer believes that these hardware capabilities will make the smartphone ideal for gaming on the go. The company said games will be optimized for the device, pointing to some even running at 120 frames per second, which is double what you're looking for in a console. Uh, some of the notable games available at launch will be Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition, Titanfall Assault, and Tekken. As for picture taking, there are dual rear 12 megapixel cameras, and the Razer phone backs a 4000 mAh battery. Pre-orders are now available, which cost $700. Wow, so it's that's less, impressive. It's an impressive device, and it's less than the X. They're showing the big guns on that one. That's damn. I, I was not expecting it like that. So good for good yeah, for Razor. Seriously, to come back. I thought they were long and dead. <clears throat> I, I didn't know they were still available at all. But something that's coming out this coming Tuesday, Sam, as we move over to the gaming space and strap in, ladies and gentlemen, it is the holiday season. We have more gaming stories than you could ever imagine. Uh Something that's coming out on Tuesday, Sam, the Xbox One X. Finally. There are reviews out. 
Let's read them. It's a hunk of dog shit. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's read them. This is from IGN. This is its review in progress because it has not launched yet, so it cannot give it a final review score because it cannot go online with the console yet. But just unboxing the console, this using first, the console, first, first review, playing yeah. the console. The verdict for now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Per IGN. <clears throat> the Xbox One X is a very impressive collection of hardware crammed into a sleek case. It runs cool and quiet as it delivers impressive performance in the enhanced games we have been able to test out so far. It's hard to believe Microsoft exclusives like Gears of War 4 can look so good and run so smoothly on a box that costs less than half of what you're going to pay for a high-end gaming PC. Plus, it caters to home theater enthusiasts with 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray playback and Atmos sound. However, the big question of it, how it compares to the PlayStation 4 Pro, is running third-party games. That remains for now, unanswered. We won't know for sure until these enhanced updates come out around November 7th launch. If we had to score it right now, it would be an 8.7. That's solid. <clears throat> yeah, and it's the most pre-ordered Xbox console in history. It's probably going to be the the best-selling version of the Xbox and One. And it will be the most powerful system on the market? Of all time, yeah. Okay. And the PS4 Pro being up there with it, but not as technically as powerful. And that's 500 bananas? It's going to be 500 bananas on Tuesday, November 7th. I still, I still will not be and even coming close piece, to one. Um, my TV can't handle 4K. I still yeah, have... So gone. what's the point? Yeah. Um, and I will tell you this. There is the, an Xbox exclusive. I read, that this, read it this morning. There's an Xbox exclusive that came out two years ago, I think, called Quantum Break. So it's a two-year-old game. It looked beautiful on Xbox One, but they upped it to Xbox One X. They up it to, I, I believe, 4K. 4K for Xbox One X, and they put out a patch. So you don't have to rebuy the game. You just put the game That's in and cool. it updates. This is for all your games. Yeah. You put it in, they update. That's cool. The patch size is 176 gigs. Holy shit. <laughs> is each system two terabytes? Uh, uh, I mean, Mim- they, you need it. Yeah, I mean... Could you like I meant I, they have to patch that. that that had to be a mistake though. that's crazy 176 gigs just to upres a game that's they have that's to compress insane. that file size they probably didn't save as an engine and <laughs> compress that zip dude that's like, crazy that is unbelievable and, shit unless this has like 10 terabytes something unheard of I will tell you though it uh I was shocked reading that and that's the only game I heard that has a ridiculous patch yeah. size like that so I have to assume that they just honestly they didn't compress it or if they didn't hold off on that game yeah for real <laughs> Um, let's see what else. Oh, we got a ton of stuff. Um, Super Mario Odyssey. You might as well. Listen, I walked in and that's what you were playing. Listen, not only in its first three days did it sell over 2 million copies, but it was so justified. Yeah. No spoilers. It's worth all the hype that I'm hearing from literally everybody. You got to see about five minutes of it before we, before we, I (laughs) before you pried me away from it. Oh, I'm sorry, we, we have to record. <laughs> yeah, I guess we have lives we had to continue. But I didn't want to because this game, this game. Even though you looked half asleep playing it. <laughs> I, I was very tired. It, it was early as shit. Come on. Who are oh we my, but this game, dude, it is. Okay, real quick. Do you, So you change your previous statement. I said I was going Game to. of the year. I don't, we, well, I'm just saying. Just want to confirm, um, get you live on record here. <laughs> it is game of the year. And it's it's not even particularly close now. Uh, it's not only game of the year; it's the best Mario game I've ever played. Big words. It's better than sixty four. It's better than you bite your tongue. It's better than Sunshine. It's better than Galaxy, which is near and dear to my heart. It's better than World. It's better than three. It's better than the original Super Mario Bros. It is so good. Now, what I will say, 
the main story where you have to go collect it's now no longer stars moons it's moons power moons the difference is when you're in super mario 64 you jump into the painting you got your seven stars to go collect but when you collect a star you get kicked out of the level and you got to go back in okay this no you go to a kingdom and you can collect as many moons as you want before you decide to leave so it's continuing the gameplay the cool part is you only need about 200 to 250 moons to beat the game <clears throat> maybe even less i'm a i'm a kind of a completionist so i'm trying to get every moon in every kingdom of course i'm about three quarters of the way done um I'm taking my grand old time i have 221 moons right now there's over 800 he probably already has like 20 hours dedicated <laughs> to this game not i did not that not really like i'm getting just quick. slow and steady okay no no quick yeah. I mean, moons i'm for some reason my senses are heightened and i'm just like thinking outside the box of where moons are his and funny senses are tingling dude you butt stomp the ground where you see a crack and a moon comes out like it's like yeah. little things like that where they're hidden all over the world so you can never be too you can never say nah there wouldn't be one there yeah because there will be try everything yeah. um try everything and uh it's a little easy. The main okay. story. Can you make it easy, medium hard? Okay. No. The, okay. The main story is a little easy. Um, I have. I don't think I have uh, not failed a mission. You don't fail missions, but when you when you die, you only lose ten coins. You don't lose a life. There's no three lives and then okay. the game over. I like that. You just have coins and you lose ten of them. Like if Sonic. You, if, yeah. Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah. But, uh, Sonic does have lives, but yeah. he does hit his rings first, and you lose the rings. You can collect them again. Um, but with Mario. I don't think I've lost any coins on main story missions. They're not that difficult. You kind of get the camera points you in a way where you kind of know where to no, go. Does that bother you that it's so easy? No, because the other stuff isn't. Okay. And I honestly, when I get to a new kingdom, I try to get all the other moons first. I there's a like a beacon of light that's kind of pointing you to where to go for the main story. So I just stay away from that. Okay. I hit the other. You hit stuff. that last. I got. You get the small stuff. And I, and I get all the other moons that I can. I try to find them under cracks and crevices and all this. And then I go to do the main story stuff. That's how you kind of accumulate moons across the way. Because you cannot progress in the game unless you get a certain amount of moons. Makes sense. Generally, the amount of moons you need are all the story missions in the level. Anything else you get ancillary is, is on. That's fine. Um, so I could have been done the game a while ago, but I'm just like, trying to get all 800. Yeah, you're enjoying it. You're, you're, you're milking it. <clears throat> you start off. Uh, once you get through the story, da, da 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 you start off in this Cap Kingdom. But the first real kingdom you go to is called Cascade World. It is, I think it's uh, Fossil Falls or something like that. And the main mechanic of this game is you have Cappy, who is a ghost, who takes over your hat. Mario, in this game, when they start it, you are actually mid-fight with Bowser already to start this game. It's not like he Sweet. takes Peach. Yeah. You're already in the middle of the fight. Mario loses the fight, and his cap gets torn up and, and ripped to shreds. A ghost named Cappy comes, takes your hat. You're, like, distraught because your hat's gone. Bowser took Peach. He's gonna, like, he's gonna marry he's her. He's distraught, not because Peach is gone, because <laughs> his hat. <laughs> he's gonna go marry her. Um, so Cappy also has a sister named Tiara. She's a ghost as well. She's on Peach's head as her wedding crown. So Cappy has a reason to want to get Bowser too to get his sister back. So he combines himself with the hat, Mario's hat. It comes back to life now, and it's now Cappy the hat, Mario's hat. Boom, comes on his head. That's the main mechanic of this game, and that's why you're able to do all them things. Yeah. Okay, so the main sense. mechanic is you're using your hat. Now, as a weapon, there's no punching and kicking anymore. Right, you're using your it as a parachute. Like I've, I've seen you use like, like ten different things in five minutes. Yeah, and it's crazy. And you can use it to possess things, which is cool. In the first level, you possess a T Rex. Yeah, which you and saw. he showed me that, which which was actually awesome. Yeah, so you can possess a T Rex. Like, when would you have ever like thought in your life that, as a, in a Mario game, you're riding a T Rex controlling it? 
I know. Yeah, you know, it's, and it's crazy. You're riding it. You are a T-Rex with a mustache and a Mario hat, jumping on trampolines and getting moons. Like, I never thought I would say that. Yeah. <laughs> never. But I If am. I didn't see it, I wouldn't have believed it. The big draw of this game, New Donk City, which is in all the commercials, which is in the... It's the theme song of the game. It is the first thing that got shown in the new trailer when they unveiled it in January. It is only, it's about halfway through. It is not something you get to early. Yeah. But it is just a it is a revolutionary level in gaming. I'm just I'm just glad to hear that it, it lived up to all the hype because you know how like a lot of things these days people are like, oh it's the best this movie's great this game you play it's just like it was okay. Like you know what I mean? It was just so overhyped. You got so hyped for it and it, would, and it was just blah. What I like about this is it's incorporating other Mario games. So obviously you know a big thing about Mario is going down pipes. Yep. Right? So there are pipes in almost every world. I think maybe even every world, but maybe there's one or two that doesn't, where the pipe is an 8-bit Nintendo style. Yeah. And that's how you know that if you go into this pipe, you're going to turn into 8-bit Mario from Super Mario 1 to do a section yeah. of the and, level. And with, like, you're, like, you showed me, had, like, the same costume just with the 8-bit, which, which was awesome. So the thing about this Mario game is it's not just Mario in his red overalls. You can dress him up however you want. You, I think you had, a, what, a pink Hawaiian shirt? I had a Hawaiian shirt on, yeah. yeah. And sandals. <laughs> and uh, uh, Hawaiian board shorts. And... Um, you can you, not dress him up. You have to actually unlock these costumes by getting coins, the yellow coins, which are in every level. And then in every single individual level, there are purple coins. Purple coins are specific to that world. So each time they change, in the Sand Kingdom, they're nachos. In whatever world, they're fossils. In the dinosaur world or whatever, there are skeletons or whatever. So when you get these, you then can buy stuff from the store. You can buy stickers for your ship, the Odyssey. That, yeah. Like you can plaster to know where you've been. You can buy tchotchkes for inside your Odyssey when you because when you travel to levels, you're inside the ship and they sh they you can do what you need in yeah. there. So you got I got a dinosaur statue and an upside down pyramid from all the places I've been, and um, that's pretty neat. It is cool. Yeah. And then you can buy outfits and costumes and you can change however you want. Cool thing is in a lot of levels, there's a door with a lock, and the only way you can get into that door is if you're dressed like the people in that world. Okay, so it incentivizes it. you to buy costumes and change out of the Mario yeah. costume. Um, for a while, I was just rocking shirtless Mario with a board with a surfboard <laughs> shop thing on. It was really funny nice. to see that like craziest costumes. I've been Super Mario Maker. Um, that costume's in there. It's a there's a, a suit with a top hat. There is um, a, a Formula One racing. There's a big snow parka jacket. There's anything you really can think of. I think later in the game. It's either hidden or you can just buy it. Is you can buy the Super Mario sixty four Mario. Oh, that's awesome! And I'm looking forward to oh, that. If that's real, I yeah, don't. It might yeah. have been. A, I don't know yet. I stayed away from spoilers. I'm not done the game yet. If that's the case, I will never change out of that costume. <laughs> that is what I. If I could play as Super Mario sixty four in Odyssey, that's like a dream come true, guys. It is the perfect game. It is a little if, easy. If you have a Switch, go get it. It's a little easy. <clears throat> the main story you can probably beat. If you're good in two, three hours, speedruns are happening in, in two hours, hour and a half I'm not already. Um, it's generally going to probably take about eight hours if you're just playing casually, but then you can go back to play another 50 to 100 to get all 800 moons. Um, do that at your leisure. Other moons don't unlock until after you beat the game, so it incentivizes you to go back and beat it. Uh, I think just from a standpoint of things, uh, new mechanics, the hat mechanic, the cat mechanic is perfect. Guys, go pick this game up. You will not Regret it. <laughs> That's awesome. Sam Paris Games Week was last week. Uh, I should say this past week. And uh, it's an okay conference, blah, blah, blah. It's not E3. It's not Gamescom. 
E3 is for everybody. Gamescom, generally Microsoft and Xbox kind of take over. They do a press conference. But for Paris Games Week, Sony comes out and they do a press conference. That's kind of like Sony's big opportunity outside of PSX every year for them to show off what's coming in the pipeline. Da, 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 da. They do a press conference. They made some announcements and they showed some brand new trailers. So let's dive into them. They, they showed some a lot of great stuff. One game they, they didn't get what I was hoping for, but I still have to wait patiently. Uh, we will every time there's a big show. PSX is coming in December where they yeah. always announce new stuff. I'm sure that's, that's um, going to be uh, one of your predictions as well. I'm hoping. Sam is looking for that Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, He's looking for it. I don't know. I think DMC. I haven't heard, I haven't heard anything. I think it DMC sucks. dug it a shallow grave, man. Like I think that it's, it's franchise. It's, I think is it's done. still sold good, but maybe not what they wanted. But I mean, hey, I still enjoyed it. But they shouldn't have. They should have kept it like the first. The first one was awesome. They should have just kept it like that. The second was a little wild. Third was. They're trying to. They're trying to innovate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're trying. Well, to they made them younger, and you know. They they did on DMC. They got him the 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 short black hair, and, and then he. Uh, you know, if they, they can reboot it, though. Maybe they're waiting that five, seven, ten years to reboot where it's out of people's minds, but when it comes back, people are hyped on it, and they'll come back with gray-haired Dante well, one thing I, I hack hope, and slash action. One thing I hope they do is, I remember from the first Devil May Cry, like when you had, like, a little bit of health left when you were in red and you hit Devil Trigger, like, you went, like, full demon, and you were just a freaking badass. You were flying around the screen with it wings, was, weren't it was you? A bad, it was like, that was literally how I beat Mundus at the end. I'm just hoping they do something like that, but shit, I'll, be, I'll just take a goddamn sequel to any game right now. <laughs> So. <laughs> Sam hates new IPs. He wants sequels to the things he liked as kids. God damn it. I'm, I'm easy, bro. But we, they are rebooting, as we know, God of War. And we got about a minute long, maybe a little bit longer than that, teaser with like kind of gameplay. Yeah. It looked in-engine with gameplay. Um, it is you and your son are in a cave, and there's this big-ass monster that uh, Kratos, the kid wants to shoot, but he's harmless, so Kratos just... He's a soul sucker. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he opens the... the uh, the gate and he walks through and then they go through and they have this big ass action scene this big battle the kid is off to the side shooting bows and arrows yeah. as you're in there hacking and slashing it looks freaking great i mean even before this came out i'm already buying this game i was hoping it was going to come out for christmas so i can it's just an easy game to ask for for christmas but so i think it's probably like january february it should come out so it's, said, a, it's, a, it's a day one buy for me they said uh early 18 was the release that's what window. i'm hoping to january february. i'm thinking yeah probably february to march but this we haven't i don't know man we're in an age where you get a lot of information before you need it yeah and we haven't gotten a lot about that game which tells me it's maybe a little bit farther off i wouldn't be surprised to see it delayed but god of war that almost feels like a game you want to play when it's cold outside like yeah i, I don't know i, I wouldn't want to sit there Kill some demons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't be sitting there like that. But. I, you know, like Nordic, you know, Nordic <laughs> yeah, mythology I, 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 or whatever. I'm, I'm looking to slash some mother effers. I liked his, his, up his, in his, his weapon where he threw it when he kind of like Thor'd actually like called it back to him. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and all these trailers are available on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so I you know we posted a couple more. Yeah, we, we did post on our Facebook page. You can go check them out. One of them on our Instagram page, a little bit of a teaser um, to the trailer. But God of War, I know you're super hyped yeah. on it. You were hyped on it when it got announced. Um, that you texted me as soon as it got announced. He's back, baby. A couple E3s ago. So hyped on that. Waiting for God of War. I would imagine we're getting a release date at PSX in December. Yeah, that makes sense. I would want hopefully they're only a month or two out at that point. I would I would imagine you give it two, three months of marketing after you give a release date. The Switch did it. Yeah. They did their presentation. And pe- people in January. have been waiting. They, they beat all the, the God of War games, so we're ready. Well, plus it is a new style of God of War. You know, think about it like Resident Evil. The first three were top down, yeah. tank controls, 
And then the fourth one came over the shoulder perspective and changed and the game. Now that I think about it, I kind of like that. Now that I just kind of like want to basically go back on what I just said, that I kind of like now that it's like maybe January, February. So it's kind of given like switch its year. Like Odyssey just came out, so that's probably going to take all like the number ones for Christmas, all that kind of stuff. Call of so, Duty dropped so yesterday. So wait until so. after all that comes down a little bit, then drop God of War. It kind of makes sense. Now I'm, I'm thinking in like a marketing as- aspect. Sony knew they were yeah. not going to win this holiday. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Mario, the Switch. Switch, the is, X- Switch is killing it. The Xbox, and the Xbox One coming out. So, and Ma- Microsoft, unfortunately, had to push its major holiday titles a little bit farther. The Crackdown 3 is no longer going to launch this year. Um, but that was... You know, this is something where God of War can win yeah, the first quarter. De- definitely. If it launches in, in February, March, it will win. It will win quarter one because, I mean, there are some – 2017 was probably the greatest year in gaming history um, in terms of software and, and and the Switch launch. But just in terms of software in general, you had Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. You had a million fantastic Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Well, that it's was – It's sold good. Yeah, but that's not a new yeah, game. Yeah, I hear it. You had uh, – uh, Resident Evil 7, just a billion games that you could go Neo, Nier, uh, Hellblade, so super good year for gaming, but 2018 is shaping up to be just as good. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to have the big Zelda, not going to have the big um, Super Mario game, but really solid. Gear, uh, God of War is taking up, or shaping up to be the quarter one game yeah. for PlayStation at least. Then you have the Last of Us Part 2 trailer. This is how they ended the conference with a brand new Last of Us Part 2 trailer. If you remember the first one when the game was unveiled, it was Ellie sitting in an old abandoned cottage strumming an acoustic guitar with a dead body on the floor. Yep. It was super good, perfect tone. It hit home the events of the first game. Now this one, there are women in a cave getting the shit kicked out of them and tortured. And then Tough to watch. It's, it's, it's very brutal. And she breaks away and kind of tries to free herself and then boom hits you last of us part two and you're like you're watching it like this is a new ip this is a new ip whoa that's i know that character this is last of us oh my gosh a complete shift in tone it shifted me away from from at this point really diving in day one i'm really gonna have to wait till this game i mean i'm out. shocked because how much you loved the first one just loved to it. see the, you basically you tell me like i don't know how i feel about the second one i'm not hyped for it so I, that's I, I, it's a shame. I was ten out of ten hype after that yeah. first teaser. This full trailer, good solid two three minute trailer. Solid four dim light. <laughs> I am like I'm less hype for this game, and I got shit for it, man. People were texting me saying, "Did you see the trailer?" And I'm like, "I'm, I'm okay." Yeah, I know your buddy Chris Shriver. I know he said that he, I think he he was empowered enough to burn down a village. <laughs> Um, That's awesome. But I, I am not a fan at this moment. I, I'll just wait and see. Let, let, more, let more news and, and <clears throat> if some that, videos drop. Listen, if that's one segment of a 20-hour game, fine. But that was the wrong segment to show yeah. me. Well, it could, it could be your least more. favorite segment. Hopefully something else will <clears throat> right. you know pique your interest. Right. If I see a five-minute gameplay drop and I'm like, okay, we're back in, an, exactly. in a dilapidated city or countryside, I'm good with yeah. that. So uh, well, at least you're honest. Give us your honest <clears throat> opinion here. I don't want to just say because it was something I liked that it was good. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to say how I really felt about it. Uh, the so after that, I am super hyped for this. Yeah, I, I figured this game will turn it back around. Not a lot of people that I'm seeing are as hyped because they've been burnt before. I'm getting a crazy Arkham vibe from this the Arkham Asylum City Night. It looks awesome, but it looks beautiful. Yeah. Marvel Spider-Man PS4 exclusive, not available for Xbox. Booyah! Uh, <laughs> uh, they gave a new trailer. Peter Parker flying around New York. It looks so good. And confirmed you can play as MJ. 
I mean, that's that's pretty neat. That's a nice little add-on. Give her little side missions here and there. Yep. But like just him web-sling, the way he moves, the way he swings and jumps, it looks vicious. We have a 30-minute teaser up on the Instagram page at We Podcast, and we know things if you want to check it out. But again, the trailer is available on YouTube. 30-second uh, teaser? About 30 seconds. Yeah, he said 30 minutes. I was like, Did oh, I say that's minute? a hell of a teaser. Yeah, that was a long <laughs> teaser. It's a 15-hour game. We're just giving you a snippet. Uh, this one was also 2018. Yeah. So um, no release date, a release window, kind of. But, yeah, expect that game next year. Maybe I would, something to look forward to. I also, by the way, would not expect Last of Us Part Two till at least 2019, and I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, that if, far off? Yeah, and I wouldn't oh, wow. be surprised if it hit 2020. But Damn. Um, we'll, we'll kind of move past that. Shadow of the Colossus, the PS2 classic, is getting remade. We knew that already. Yeah. But they gave a new trailer for it. It looks a little janky. But okay. that's what happens yeah. when you're uprising yeah. a PS2 game. Same team behind The Last Guardian uh, and Eco. And now Shadow of the Colossus, they're remaking it. They gave a release date of 2-6-18. So on February 6th of next year, we're going to be able to play Shadow of the Colossus. I think I want it. Yeah, I was like, perfect gift. You can tell Ash for Valentine's Day. There you go. I uh, There is something coming out on the third, uh, 13th of February, so I'll save my Valentine's Day gift. <laughs> but I think I want it because I only played about half of the first one and it was on good. PS2. It was, the first one was good. And, and it was good. I think it was, wasn't great, but for the times... It's on PS2 to have these giant yeah. monsters and you're riding their back and trying to slay them. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So. And it makes sense to remake this game for PS4. Oh, ab- absolutely yeah. it does. They made it for PS3. They remade yeah. it in, in a Shadow of the Colossus and Eco compilation. So now it's getting a standalone brand new release. So I'm hyped for it. Um, the trailer just looks a little bit like they copy save as PS4. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, they took the PS2 version and just upped it. Uh, so Horizon Zero Dawn, the Frozen Wilds. Uh, got a trailer, a full trailer for that expansion pack. A reminder, Horizon Zero Dawn's been out. It came out at the same time as Zelda in March. The Zero, uh, the Frozen Wilds is the expansion pack where it's the wintertime theme, where it's basically a brand new piece of story that stands on its own for, what, six to ten hours of gameplay for you? That's awesome that it came out so fast, right? Now. Like, it, it's still same new. Year. Yeah, yeah, same year. Same year. Remember, in December... They are releasing Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition with the full game and this DLC or expansion pack for only fifty bucks. Yeah. That's, that's a Christmas. That's game. your chance yeah. to get yeah. if you have not played Zero Dawn yet. That's your game. Horizon Zero Dawn's the Complete Edition or whatever they're calling it. That's where you want to jump on board. That's where I'm going to jump on board. Hopefully, I'm done all the other things. My buddy said he's going to let me borrow his South Park, so I'd like to get yeah. that. I'd like to get that done because it's on borrowed time, literally. So I got to give it back. Yeah. So I'll do that. Or just keep it. <laughs> Alan, you won't mind, right? Far Cry Five uh, gets a co-op trailer. Nothing really to report on that. I actually got less hype for this game as well. I'm I like single player story games. When you're telling me I can go do this co-op and eh, yeah. Far Cry Five, you're a part of a cult in Montana and you got to break out of that cult and kill everyone. I'm super freaking hyped on it. Uh, Detroit Become Human. That also got a new trailer. I don't care about that game. Moving on, Monster Hunter Worlds also got a trailer. If you're looking to get into a Monster Hunter game, this is probably the place you want to start because it doesn't really have much to do else with the other Monster Hunter games. Plus, Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn will be a playable character in it. It's just like a little neat little PlayStation uh, shout out there. So that's really cool. But the company Sucker Punch, famous for they made Infamous. They've made the Sly Cooper games for PlayStation exclusives. They announced a brand new game and unveiled Ghost of Tsushima... It's a samurai game. Oh, I, I, ju- I just watched the trailer. Okay. Cool. Not was not expecting that yeah. from the Sly Cooper and yeah. Infamous people. Yeah. 
So definitely, it, it looked pretty cool. I, mean, I like if, Feudal if, Japan. If you like, you know, samurai stuff like yeah, that, which, which I do. I like Feudal Japan. I like samurais. I just don't know if I like video games video, as a samurai. As a samurai. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. I'm not going to make any judgments. The thing that got me most hyped this entire conference uh, was Guacamelee Two was announced. Oh my god, I loved that game. <laughs> I beat that the gold edition on PS4. Um, it is you're a Mexican luchador wrestler and your girlfriend gets taken by um a skeleton man i can't remember whatever but it's a metroidvania game basically um where you do a lot of backtracking a lot of this a lot of that side to side platforming action game where you're beating the shit out of everything it's really 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 good took me a while to beat it um you get all these cool powers from a goat a goat grants you new powers really funny uh, really good game. They announced the sequel to it. It looks almost identical to the first one with new powers. So it's like kind of like what you're looking for in a Guacamelee sequel. So expect that. Spelunky 2 also got announced. And a bunch of, and I quote, VR shit. <laughs> Too much for me to write down. <laughs> no, no. I, I Just ch- check it out on IGN. I'm sure you know we'll probably post some stuff here and there. Yeah, for real. I mean, I don't own PSVR. Sam doesn't own PSVR. So not yeah. too much at this moment. Yeah for me to kind of care about and dive in. But if you want to get the latest on all the VR stuff or Spelunky or Guacamelee or Ghost of Tsushima, whatever, IGN, YouTube, you know, you know where to go. Um, EA, moving past Paris Games Week. EA is not ready to commit to putting uh, more games right now on the Nintendo Switch. They want to wait till the console's been out a year. That kind of makes sense. Let, let the hype die down like a little bit. Let all the big games come out and take everything. And then EA will come in, hopefully. Everyone will beat all them games that they had and... Come on, some sports games. They tried FIFA. It did not review well. Um, it was a very bland version of FIFA. But the fact mm-hmm. is you can play soccer on the go. Yeah. Do you Are you looking for that full career mode and all that stuff on the go? Who knows? They couldn't cram it in. Um, I think that spells not great for, like, Madden um, and stuff like that. I would... Yes, I would love to play Madden on the go, like a yeah, franchise but you, mode. Yeah, but you want to play on a big-ass TV rather than a little. You know I mean? It, You're it, right. It's a cool concept. It, it's it's cool. It's different. But I don't know. At least for me personally, I'd rather watch it on my 50-inch TV. The, the, good thing that I, the good thing with me in sports games is I don't like to dive into all the collectible cards and yeah. the online. I like to play the franchise mode. Yeah. I like to create a team, create a player, uh, do a new thing, create whatever, and, and do my thing yeah. with a fantasy draft or whatever I want to do. Um, so I, I, if it is a bare bones version, it works for me, but why would I pay the same price for the bare bones version on the go as opposed to the full suite version yeah, exactly. on the 55 inch exactly. doing your thing? So I don't think I'll go there, but EA outside of EA sports, they, listen, Star Wars Battlefront, uh, yeah. you know, all these other games that EA is coming out with switch is not as powerful as yeah, the PS4, they, they got so. bigger things to worry about. I think EA will not be bringing its big flagship titles to the Switch, but I wouldn't be surprised to see maybe some smaller yeah. titles coming out for the Switch. Nintendo yesterday announced a Xenoblade Chronicles 2 Direct coming on Tuesday, November 7th at 9 a.m. Eastern. So this will be a Nintendo Direct completely dedicated to Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which drops on Nintendo Switch on December 1st. So if you're into the Xenoblade, Xenoblade uh, franchise, Tuesday, November 7th, at 9 a.m. Eastern, that's 6 a.m. Pacific. Check it out on Nintendo's YouTube. Um, they'll be live streaming a Nintendo Direct completely dedicated to Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, the, there have been some new bundles uh, coming out for the 2DS and for, the, uh, and for a game on the Nintendo Switch. Um, let's see here. It'll be a Legend of Zelda bundle, 
where you're going to get The Legend of Zelda um, Ocarina of Time 3D preloaded on a green Nintendo 2DS. That's awesome. Uh, with Link on the cover. It looks really nice. Um, the Link Edition console is green with yellow buttons. It includes a copy of Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D pre-installed. and will be available on Black Friday, November 24th for only 80 bucks. That's a good deal. <clears throat> and they also announced the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I believe it's called the Explorer's Edition, which makes me happy as a LaSalle alum. <laughs> uh, but it is the full game on Switch, plus, I believe, a full giant treasure, like a map yeah. of the giant world, and some other book or something along those lines. I cannot remember the other piece that was included in the uh, Breath of the Wild bundle, but it's only 60 bucks. So it's That's the cost of the That's game. Yeah. So you're getting a bunch of free stuff, yeah. in essence. So please take advantage, if you have not bought Breath of the Wild yet, take advantage of that. But it looks like, Sam, that a lot of people have bought uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild because it has reached 4.7 million units That's impressive. sold in just Switch, not counting Wii U. That's impressive. Wow. I mean, hey, they, people have been waiting for years for this, so I, mean, it's, I don't think it was no surprise. Absolutely. Mario Kart 8, not far behind it, 4.42 million units sold. Now that's awesome. And that's just Deluxe, not the Wii U version that was a so million So to me, this seller. tells me, okay, people are invested in, in Mario Kart Let's get ready for another one. And because it was not an original Mario Kart game, correct? Uh, that is a remake of the. I mean, Wii if, U if it's keeping up with you know Zelda, why not? I think three, four years down the line, maybe three years, you're looking at Mario Kart Nine yeah. for sure. And you know, you're gonna get it. I, I beg you, Nintendo, don't name it Mario Kart Switch. Even though I see in my head Switch like Double Dash, you can switch between players. I got it. There's like a whole thing. Don't do the thing where you name your games after your consoles. New, new Super Mario Brothers Wii, New Super Mario Bros. U. Come on. like <laughs> Let's be a little clever. You're better, than that. You're better than that. Just name it Mario Kart 9. We'll get over it. Splatoon 2 has sold 3.61 million copies. That's solid. That's this solid. is insane. Yeah. It's really good for Splatoon 2. I still own it. I play it maybe once a month. Just knock it on. Yeah. Whenever there's a splat fest, I'll jump in a little multiplayer. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, 1-2 Switch sold 1.37 million. A freaking awful... Game that just shows off some motion stuff was a million seller. Yeah, that's Nintendo. Tight. Not bad. It shows the quality, man. And Arms, that fighting game with extendable arms, that sold 1.35 million copies. People are buying first-party yeah. Nintendo titles, dude. The Switch has now sold 7.63 million copies. So if you think about it, seven and a half million Switches out there, more than. 4.5 million Breath of the Wilds out there. Yeah. Over half the people that own a Switch own that game. Well, that, that's, again, no surprise. Absolutely. It is on track. The Switch is on track to surpass the Wii U's lifetime sales of 14 million in its first year. Aren't you embarrassed? That, that, no, no, that's awesome. That, that's I don't a know feat if, right there. I don't know if that's even worse for the Wii U than it already was, or that's just really good for the Switch. Probably the first one. 14 <laughs> million units in one year they're tracking for. Like, that's insane. They also did, like, a poll. Not a poll, but they, they looked at the data of the people that play Switch on handheld mode versus on the TV, and then a combination of both. So, basically, in uh, Japan, United States... And Europe, it shows that roughly 50% of players play both modes. Okay. I don't think that's surprising. Yeah. Play in both modes, both off the dock and on the dock. About 20% exclusively play TV mode. About 40%, uh, I'm sorry, 30%, 30 to 40, play it just on handheld, handheld. mode okay. or tabletop. 
So off the dock. But it's, it's good to see people are changing it up. You know, they're not just sticking to one. Yeah. So yeah. So and half of them say I prefer to play both. That's me. Now I play it a little bit more undocked in my hand, but I have not played Mario Odyssey yet in my hands. I don't want to. That is exclusively of course, of course. a television yeah. game, uh, especially with the motion controls. I don't want to throw my switch around like all crazy. But yeah, it's cool to see that that people are taking advantage of this hybrid console um, and kind of showing, hey, you know, I'm I'm open to like what this is all about. Yeah. You know what the switch is all about. And I will say that you know Ryan, I, I said this to Ryan Simmons, and I think it was in a Facebook message. Was uh, Remember a couple of weeks ago, he, he said what he said about yeah. Switch. You don't have to revisit. Yeah. Broke my heart. There is a graphic of Switch demographic. So the Switch's highest demographic, 43% of Switch players are between the ages of 25 and 34. That's people who played 64. People, All the other people have no idea what 64 is. Yeah. That's AKA Ryan Simmons, me, you. Yeah, exactly. It's our demographic. Yeah, exactly. uh, it's 86% male. To 11% female, no surprise. to 3% didn't want to answer. Uh, 12 and under is only 5%, which I get. It's a delicate console, yeah. easy to break. 5% 13 to 15, 7% 16 to 18. That's a little surprising. 16 to 18, only 7%. 19 to 24 is 20%. So now you're okay. getting to that college yeah, age. Yeah. Uh, then the 43% for our demographic. 35 to 44, 17%, and 3% 45 and up. Uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> it's, it's it's cool though that yeah. it's it's at least uh, to pardon the Zelda pun a breath of people playing the Switch, uh, and again those fo- uh, those people playing it in the way they choose to play it. 3DS sales have been staying steady week over week since the Switch launched. In the forty looks like forty one weeks since the Nintendo Switch launched, as of the article that I pulled, Nintendo 3DS sales have remained pretty consistent. Uh, so the Switch launched there. Um, and the big bump's got to be Pokemon. Well, actually, this is actually 2017, all of 2017. The Switch launched in week 9, it looks like, of 2017. Um, and since then, 3S sales dripped, dropped a little bit here over the summer, but you kind of expect that yeah. with nothing there. Then it boomed up. That's Metroid. Oh, okay. That has I, to be. I would say that or Pokemon. It hasn't come out yet. Okay. Pokemon doesn't come out for two weeks, which is crazy. Pokemon yeah. comes out in two weeks, by the way. Another uh, one. Ultra Sun and Moon. Um, but you're going to expect another spike oh, when, easily, when that comes out. Easily. And then those holiday bundles. With the Actually, you know what this is, Sam? That's the 2DS XL. That's not Metroid. Okay. Th- that's probably Metroid around there, but that's the 2DS XL, the new flip. It, it, it's good to see that even with Switch, that it, 3DS sales, it's still selling. Yeah, and, and it's probably because Switches were hard to find yeah. for a while. They're not anymore. You can find a Switch wherever yeah, you want to find you one. In game style. Uh, yeah, you can find them wherever you want. So for Pokemon Sun, uh, Ultra Sun, and Ultra Moon, a Team Rainbow Rocket trailer dropped. It was more of an overview trailer. Um, we said last week on the show that Team Rocket was in the back of an ad, kind of tease that they yeah. were coming back. It is official. <coughs> Team Rainbow Rocket will be coming back. That's pretty cool. However. The OG is returning. Giovanni is returning. You will be able to battle against Giovanni, who has a Mewtwo, just like in the movie. Makes, it makes sense that he has it. I will say this. I watched the full trailer. As long as he has his Nido Queen. Uh, Nido King, too. Oh, he does have both. Yeah. Uh, and a Rhydon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say this, man. I watched the full trailer, and it looks to be post-game, which okay. is fine. Which is fine. <clears throat> yeah. So check this out. Team Rainbow Rocket is not just Team Rocket with Giovanni at the head. Team Rainbow Rocket is a team that Giovanni assembled 
of all of the main bosses from the first six games. That's cool. Good. Honestly, we, we need a harder game because the, the, the moon, we beat pretty freaking easy. Yeah. You know, and me, who I haven't played Pokemon games, goddamn gold and silver. So it's good to see that it looks like this game is going to be a lot harder than what we previously played. And at least the post game will give you something to play. Yeah. Rather uh, than just beating the Elite Four. Exactly. Over and over and over yeah. and over. This was Giovanni and then Lysander, the big redheaded guy from oh, X yeah. and Y, and all of the, the villains from uh, Gold, Silver, everything. Gen 3 through, uh, I'm sorry, Gens 1 through 6, uh, even 7, I believe. Everybody's going to come together as a big, giant, super bad team. And you also have the opportunity post game after you beat those. You have this thing called the Battle Arena or something, Battle Agenda, something like that. But there are going to be space kind of wormholes after the game that you can go visit and explore, and you can have the opportunity to catch every legendary ever. That's everything's in the game included. Every, That's awesome. Every legendary ever. So it's. We won't just have one here, the trade here. Hopefully someone buys this game so you can get this one over here. I like that. that that's, that's different. I think this could be the game that you finally complete your decks. Catch everything. Yeah. All 976. <laughs> uh, I think they're doing it because this is the last game on 3DS before they move the Switch and they want to go out with a bang. Yeah, that makes sense. Smart move. Simple as that. But that's really neat. Rainbow Rocket. Uh, all the big baddies from the first six and even seven gens coming together. Uh, for some post-game excitement. So there you go. It's another incentive to buy Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Uh, let's see. The Super NES Classic has already sold 2 million units. That's no surprise. I mean, I I, I don't think you could still... You can't find them anymore, or besides on eBay. Uh, I got a text message yesterday at GameStop had them. I still get at those, least for that day. I still get the alert. They sold out in minutes. Yeah, I but I still say. get the alerts. And when by the time I clicked on the alert to get to GameStop, it was still available. I didn't buy them because yeah, I have two already. Um, but people are putting them up on the Facebook sale for $200. And yeah, well, people, it's, they're always up sale. They have to. It's because people want it now as yeah, opposed to just waiting. Especially if your Christmas is right around the corner. So, you, you know, you, you'll, you'll pay the extra 100 bucks or whatever. Go to now and stock. Everybody that wants one, go to nowandstock.net. Sign up for text message alerts. You'll get them when they become. That's how I got my two is because of text message mm-hmm. alerts. You get them, be quick to click, and you'll get one for the holiday season. They're going to make a, another. Be quick to click. <laughs> ah, ah, I like that. That's funny. Uh, and you'll get one for your kid or for yourself for Christmas if that's really or the holidays. If that's what you're looking for, you can be smart and get one. Nintendo plans on making two to three smartphone applications per year moving forward because why not? They said they were going to. And also, Mario Run has surpassed 200 million downloads. That's not a that's fake awesome. number. But not not buys, not but, buys, but still downloads. That's awesome. Yeah, not buys. They're the buys. They're not really excited about, but the full downloads they are. Um, they're trying trying to incentivize you to buy it by opening up a little bit more for free than was previously available. They're giving you a little bit more than just the first world. Um, so the buys are okay, but two hundred million downloads. Good on you. Players Unknown Battlegrounds now sells eighteen million copies for a Damn. game that's insane yeah, that's a shit ton. just remember that this holiday season that game is going on xbox yeah as exclusive so that's going to be xbox's big platform you can play that on xbox one x which is a high performing pc and if they can do cross play with people on pc my god the possibilities are endless for microsoft to really jump in and make us kind of make a uh, a push here uh, for PlayStation, getting back to their exclusive, the Persona series have uh, crossed the 8.5 million copies sold lifetime for the series. Very good. Uh, congratulations to that milestone for the Persona series. 
PS4, Sam, has reached 67.5 million units shipped. Not sold, shipped. shipped. That's awesome. But still, that's a shit ton of systems. Well, they they needed a big sale. Because when, when the first PS3 dropped it, it was technically a loss. Yeah. So it's good to see that PS4 is doing good. They are on track to ship 79 million by March. That's that's huge. That's impressive. Considering the PS2 was a 100 million seller, yeah. the Wii was a 100 million seller, this could make PS4 one of, if not the top-selling console of all time. I think it could get up there, as it, long as they keep making it. And de- depending whenever PS5 decides yeah, to come out. PS4 has been out since, I want to say, 12 or 13, maybe 13. I think Wii U was 12. When do you 12. think we'll get 5, 2020? If they continue to go along with the cycle they've been on, it's been about every eight years. Yeah. So you're looking 20 or 21 okay, makes sense. for the PS5. The PS4 Pro could be its flagship for the next few years. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they're, they're done with Uncharted for now. They've got Last of Us 2. I think Last of Us 2 is probably going to be the last big game on that console. Last of Us was the big last yeah. big game on PS3. So then you do Last of Us 2, last big game on 4. You move into 5 with some new IPs, some new franchises, whatever. You reboot yeah. Uncharted, whatever you want to do at that point. But yeah, I think the 5 will come in the next, what, 3 to 4 years yeah, probably. Uh, EA is making changes to the Battlefront 2 loot crates. They launched the beta. The beta gave them feedback. People were pissed about it. The loot crates, people don't want to pay just to get good stuff. They don't want to be at a disadvantage because other people decide to pay. Um, That's fair. And I think that is 100% fair as well. I'm with you there. Uh, So here are the changes that are coming. Epic Star Cards, the highest tier of Star Cards available at launch, have been removed from loot crates to keep everyone held on a level playing field. These cards will be primarily available through crafting with the exception of Epic Star Cards. They are available through pre-order, which is stupid, but whatever. You'll need to reach a certain rank to craft upgraded star cards. You won't be able to buy a bunch of crates, grind everything up to craft materials, and then immediately use them. So that's good just to incentivize people to buy. They don't have that kind of incentivization anymore. Weapons are locked behind specific milestones, which I like. Call of Duty does something similar. While a select few will be found in crates, the rest can be obtained by playing. Want to unlock a new weapon for your heavy? Play as a heavy, and you'll gain access to that new class's weapons. So very, that's you got to build, build it up. Got yeah. I love that. That's smart um, progression. You know what I mean? Play to win. You don't buy to win. Uh, Class-specific gear and items can be unlocked by playing as them. As you progress through your favorite class, you'll hit milestones, granting you class-specific loot crates. These include a mix of star cards and crafting parts that benefits your class's development. So finally, I can say this: good on you. Yeah. Make it make it more fair on the on the playing field because you know people don't got money to just drop on extras all day. EA announces UFC three coming to Xbox One and PS4 on two two eighteen. Moving on. Yeah, we don't play that one. <laughs> the Walking Dead, fantastic point and click adventure game from Telltale. They came out with season one, season two, and a Michonne. I think they did season three as well. I think it was five, 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 and four for episodic. So that makes sense. Um, all 19 Walking Dead episodes from Season 1, Season 2, Michonne, and I believe Season 3 will be released in one collection on Xbox One and PS4 on December 5th. So if you've never played them, now's the time. Yeah, that's perfect. Why not? Owlboy, a game that has been in development for 10 years. It's <laughs> Owlboy? A, it's a beautiful game. Like, I love it. it it's, a, it's a little platformer side to side. You're a little boy with wings, owl wings. It's really cool. Uh, it was in development for a decade. It's crazy. Uh, it came out to glowing reviews on PC only. It was not available for console. That is changing. It is coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. 
on no surprise. February 13th. Yeah, that's the game. That's the game. Valentine's game. <laughs> 2018. Nice. It's probably going to be like 15, 20 bucks. That's all I'm looking for. I'm hyped on it. Rocket League has got an, an, a freaking release date uh, for the Switch. Finally, Psyonix came out and said it'll be available November 14th. That is 10 days from when we record. Why not? Buy it on your Switch. You it'll, bought it for goddamn everything else. Keep, keep think, the trend going. Think I'm going to pass. We'll see. We'll no, see. I mean, I, 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 to me, there's no point. You have it on freaking two other systems. Why are you going to buy it for Switch? Eh, whatever's plugged in, I can play That's it That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but hey, it's 20 bucks. Get it, it at your own. 20 you know. bucks. It will include all the Nintendo themed cars. Like, and that's where that's I, your incentive of buying That's my incentive. Yeah. The, the Luigi car, man. Yeah. It's got a Metroid right. car, a Mario car, and it's also the promise of what other cars yeah. could come in and the future. And it's only 20 bucks. What the frig? Pissed. Well, uh, Call of Duty World War II came out yesterday in early reviews are mostly positive um long story short they they took away like the lasers stuff like that they made it more realistic they went back to the roots yeah. world war ii you're either gonna love it or hate it to me there's not any real scores yeah. out yet uh, it did drop yesterday so the multiplayer is live so scores will be coming in soon but from a single player perspective typical six hour campaign yeah. but you follow this guy named red and his platoon as you go through d-day and normandy and i mean freaking world war ii man yeah. and that to me is super cool now Here's my dilemma. I hate playing online multiplayer. Nobody I know except for... I mean, there's two guys that I know they are going to play it on Xbox. Um, but I don't love playing multiplayer games online anymore. So I'm it's just, not, it's I'm not big past for that you. point. Do I want to spend 60 bones on a no. six-hour yeah. campaign? No. To, to me, for, for you, I don't think it would be worth it. The only way I would do it is if, like, Ryan... A group of people got it. If, like, yeah. Ryan got it, but then we don't play very often anymore. Yeah. You and I do the podcast on Saturdays and Sundays. I like to... That's when I can play what I want to yeah. play. So... Um, it's not worth it. The incentivization no, for me to get it isn't there. I won't be surprised though if they do release like a free weekend. If I jump on it, finish the campaign in one day, because yeah. that's all I want. Yeah, I that's really like, want this not, campaign. Not worth sixty, maybe in a year 40? or so when it drops. Exactly. Uh, but I, I really want this campaign. Like bad. Yeah. I love the World War Two shooter. Super Lucky's Tale, which is an Xbox One X. Launch game. Uh, it is a 3D platformer like Mario 64, like Banjo Kazooie. That came out. It was a VR game, I believe, originally. However, making the jump to Xbox One X has not really been uh, that positive. It is such a disappointment. I very much wanted to like Lucky because Xbox could use a decent answer to Nintendo in the 3D platformer genre. Unfortunately, Super Lucky's Tale definitely is not it. Poor controls and a lousy camera doom the otherwise adorable critter platformer Super Lucky's Tale 5.0. It just got crapped on. <laughs> mediocre per IGN. Yeah. And it's kind of looking outside of IGN. I'm kind yeah, of seeing same okay. the same thing there, which kind of sucks. Um, speaking of another old uh, platformer, uh, mascot platformer Bubsy from Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo. What could possibly go wrong? We talked about it when the game got announced. It's out too. It came out on Halloween. Your face is basically giving it the same review what you just read. Bubsy the Wooly Strike Back is an extremely short and completely forgettable platformer based on <laughs> based on nothing but irony and nostalgic notoriety. I'd honestly rather replay the original Bubsy than this. For all of its serious flaws, at least the game was memorable. The Wooly Strike Back isn't even God that. damn. Bubsy the Wooly Strike Back revives a dormant platforming adventurer, and he's welcome to leave again anytime. 
4.5. I, I was gonna say I was gonna say 4.0. That, that just got shit on. 4.5 bad per IGN. That was wow. a, that's a funny ass yeah. ending the to that. First end got shit on. That's really forgettable. Really funny. <laughs> Sam, before we jump into the upcoming games, the last gaming story we have for the day. Uh, I really want to talk about this. I don't know if you dove in to really look at it, but I didn't put any details because I wanted your organic reaction. Did you look into GameStop's Power Pass? That's the one where you get to um, you get to rent the games. Yeah, I did. I did. I glanced at it a little bit. I didn't read the full article, but I did glance at it. I'm gonna do this for all the audience that is listening. This is a golf clap. Yeah, it's so- something good for GameStop. This is a huge win for GameStop. Yeah, they need it. So, you know, Microsoft came out and started this. Well, actually, technically Gamefly started this, and then Redbox picked it up. But then Xbox did a digital service, just like Netflix. You pay 10 bucks a month, and you can just rent, basically, unlimited amount of games that are Microsoft-exclusive, or not even, maybe even some third-party stuff uh, in there as well. But there is what you can do for Microsoft. GameStop said, aha, you dirty bitch. Yeah. We will one-up you. And here we go. 60 bucks, six months, as long as you have a rewards card. Yep. 60 bucks, six months. You go into the store and rent as Any many yep. unlimited used games as you want. And at the end of the six months, you can get one used game for free. No, that's awesome. Why not? Like, why would, it, why would instead of just dropping 60 on a game that you may like or dislike, take a chance, you get to play a shit ton for 60 bucks, $10 a month? That's not bad. And you go back and forth as much as you want. That's pick up not new bad. Games. And they have almost every game used. Yeah. I don't know the parameters Even yet. like the new games. Well, I don't, I'm, see, I'm, I'm I bet sure. you I'm sure the game has something. to have been out for a certain At amount of time. Or a month or two. Below like a certain yeah. threshold of pricing. Like, I bet you. But that's a this is a great idea for GameStop. They, they needed this oh, again years ago. But yeah, they deserve it. Good on you, GameStop. We cracked we on them a few times, but hey, you got to gotta give credit where credit's due. This was, a, I think that's a big win for gamers. Yeah. I can finally say that. Like yeah. GameStop did something for the gamer because not everybody Rather has themselves. not everybody has disposable <laughs> yeah. income. Oh, it's truth. But if you can scrounge up 120 bucks a year, which I'm sure we can do. You can play unlimited games. Let's just like, if you frame it that way. Yeah. Now I and another thing you can do is gift it to somebody. True. So if I if, if my nephew wants to play these games, hey Hey, buddy, I just got you a six-month subscription. Yeah, you can birthday, go to GameStop. Birthday gift, Christmas gift. That's nice. It's, it's, it's really yeah, good. Yeah, it's great. Coming out this week, the Xbox One X on November 7th, as we kind of know. Um, we'll talk about more of that next week. Sure. Uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Episode Five: Don't Stop Believing. The Telltale game is out November 7th. Farming Simulator 2017 Jesus. for Nintendo Switch. It's already been out, but this is the Switch version. Super Lucky's Tale. Ghost of in the Tokyo Box Chapter One, Neo the Complete Edition, um, Horizon Zero Dawn: The Frozen Wilds. The expansion comes out on the seventh, um, and I would say maybe the big one for November seventh or this week in general is um, Sonic Forces. Okay, so well, I mean, besides game. Xbox, that's probably the number two. But there isn't really an Xbox game that's jumping off yeah. the page at me right now since they delayed Crackdown. And on November 10th, Mario Party, the top 100 for Nintendo 3DS, which is a compilation of the 100 best Mario Party minigames. That's pretty sweet. So it's a new Mario Party yeah. game. I would love to play that with you and Ryan, but I just feel like we probably won't. Yeah. <laughs> I would and love and to say we would. And with you having Odyssey out too, yeah. that's going to take most of your time. I would love to say uh, that we would be doing that, but we are going to switch it over to uh, television. So, Stranger Things, season two, it's out. Did you finish it? No. Damn it. I didn't have time. I just didn't have time. I, I hear you. Hey. Um, Thursday night was my night. We're on episode six. Oh, you're almost done. So we're almost done. We have six, seven, eight, nine. So 
uh, was our night, and then I didn't get out of work till like seven forty-five. I didn't get home till after eight because I had to go dinner, go buy dinner at the food store, and make it. Sat down at nine o'clock. Nope. <laughs> hey, long week of work. Trust me. Twelve, 12 hours. Believe me, yeah. I understand. So passed out, and then last night we we're gonna watch it, and we got invited to a like a father daughterish softball yeah. game where I got to play in it. So that was last night. Didn't get home until after eleven thirty. So reality, just time. Yeah. No. Hey. I, it, to me, it's kind of almost better that you can kind of wait a little bit rather than, I mean, hey, it's always great to binge a show, but you got to you know watch it, sit on it, think about it a little bit, and, you know. We'll, we'll give our – I've seen the first half of the season. You've seen the whole thing. We'll give our impressions of it. No spoilers. Yeah, of course. I none, zero. But, Sam, what did you think? I, 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 I like the second season a lot. To me, the first season is still better. I agree. It, the first season had more like the – the shock value, you know what I mean? Season two, I mean, it was there, but it wasn't, I don't know, at meaningful as the first. But I'll tell you what, the actor who plays Will Byers, Noel Schillip or something, he stands out to me as probably the best actor this season. I thought he did the best. He may have been the best actor in the whole show. Yeah. Um, I think Dustin is a great comedic oh, relief. Oh, he's easily. He's, he's I, hilarious. Yeah. Um, I would agree that my urgency to finish the season wasn't as high as it was for season one and isn't as high for season two because the first five episodes to me are slow. They're really slow. It's, it's you know, again, it, it takes place after a year after, yep, which, 1984. I, which I read they're going to do the same thing for season three. It's sure. going to be a year after. Sure. Um, it, 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 st- it, it needed time to build its steam back up. You know, rather That's than, the problem, you know, though. I, I, hear, I mean, I, I don't think it was as slow as your, maybe your thing. I was, I don't know. I was still invested because I, I couldn't stop, you know, me and Rewatch it in two days flat. Right. And I mean, I was engaged in it, yeah. but that doesn't mean that I like slow. I yeah. love Breaking yeah, Bad. Of course. And I love Game of Thrones at its slow points. But it didn't have you, it didn't grip you as the first season did. The first season, I think, was just, what is this? Yeah, it, it took, like, it would, to me, it was like, John Wick, like mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. We didn't know what to expect. Yep. And you saw, like, holy shit. Now, season two is a known quantity. Yeah. Uh, we know what we're going to get. A known entity. I don't yeah. know why I say quantity. It's a known entity. We know what we're going to get in terms of quality. We know it's going to be fantastic. Um, I think the monster uh, looks unbelievable. Scary as shit. <laughs> I love that the um, I love the turn they took uh, where Will draw, draws it out. Yeah. Literally draws something. Yeah. I love... Um, I love Max. I love the new character they introduced. See, I was just okay. I love. I, I like I, her. I, a I lot. was just okay. I like her a lot. Even her band. I was to me that was my least favorite episode out of the whole season. I was just like, when she like, you kind of just see Eleven doing her thing over here. Well, again, I didn't see that part yet. You'll see, and no spoilers. So I didn't. It's just her gang. I gave you no no reason. Like you saw the first gang in the first episode. You saw her gang. Right, but again, that's it. That's all I gave. People that have not seen it yet don't know what you're talking about. Don't, don't figure it out in the first minute of the show. Just put it this way: <laughs> she's Eleven for a reason. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I'm saying, the first you'll just see the gang. The opening, the gang, the opening scene in the first episode. So, Uh, but they don't tie back to that for at least through the first five episodes. You never hear about. They have one episode. That's it. And that's and it's a little frustrating. It just to me, I think what the reason was my least favorite is because I'm You're so talking about in, episode seven. I think it was seven. I was just so invested in the other characters. Like I have, I have time behind it. I know everyone's story. I want to see their story play out. So when you bring me to another gang of people, I just. Okay, I, so know, now you're saying that they, it. it breaks away from the, the normal crowd exactly. for an episode. Exactly. Okay, so that, I didn't know what you were alluding to when yeah. you said 7 was your least favorite. Now I know what I to think, expect. I think it was either 7 or 8. It was I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that then because I, hey, really, if, I like... If you like 8, you're going to... Then this is probably right up your alley. I like... I don't know 8 yet again, so... Yeah, you'll see. There you go. 
Um, almost there. But I like Max as a character. I like Billy and the mystique around him. Yeah. Is he a villain? That's is he a Red not? Ranger. So, yeah. Zachary so, Montgomery. Uh, we'll see uh, about all that. It was that. different. It, it, it was different. I still liked it. I'm still on board for if it's season three, season four, and I did hear possibly season five to, to conclude it. So, I'm in, I'm in it for the whole run. Believe me, by the end of this weekend, it's going to be watched. I just don't know um, you're, you're, if, if, if it's going to be. I, I just don't see it already, as good as the first season right oh, now. Oh, no. It, I, honestly, if you're already feeling that now, I don't think you're going to change. But don't get me wrong. There's still some great things coming. And people say the ending is great, not amazing. No, it's but, good. But it's really good. good. It's solid. It, it kind of ties it up. As I'll just say that. The second season averaged eight and a half million viewers per episode over its first three days out on Netflix, uh, with fifteen point eight million for the opener. The reason it gives me pause again to even continue is by the time it got to the finale, and this is a show you can binge and watch yeah. in one day. Only four point six million people have been averaging the finale. But, but then again, like you, people wait. That there's not enough time. You're yep. busy playing games, life. Mm-hmm. You know. So to me, it's. It showed that the viewership's still there, that the show's it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Let's call it what it is. The World Series. Yeah. Was happening. It was Football's a seven game. Back. Come on. It was, it was a seven game classic series. Yep. Football's back, hockey's back, and basketball. So you have all exactly. and college football. Exactly. All major sports. You have people with jobs <laughs> and work and on work and all that kind this of stuff. This is not so, a yeah. show for kids. Yeah. So this is something where adults you know, so I get it. Um, maybe that number will inflate over time. I put in my notes here. Maybe people aren't binging it and we'll get to it eventually like me. Yeah. So I agree with that and can totally kind of get on board with that. I'd like to see after maybe six months what these numbers look like. Yeah. Um, just to see if it does even out. And a lot of people, you're going to, you expect the people that for the opener to not be as high as the finale. Oh, of course. In a binging situation. Yeah. In a week by week show. People watch it differently, have their own schedules. To you spike, know. But agree. The, the people that watch on their own time. Now we won't get into the uh, personal stuff that's happening outside of the world with House of Cards with its star actor. However, House of Cards season six production has been halted until further notice because of what's happening with yeah. Kevin Spacey. Uh, again, we will not get into it, but they said before that season six was it anyway. Yeah. So now we knew we were getting to an end. Now season six production has been halted. It may pick back up. Who knows? Uh, there is a possible spinoff happening. Um, so, in reality, the show's just in a whirlwind right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, hey, I never watched the show, and probably I probably will never watch the show because I just it never just got drawn to me. So, hey, uh, season one of Shame. House of Cards. I've said it before; I'll say it again. Is a fantastic piece of television. Yeah. Something you owe it to yourself to watch. After halfway through season two, you can retire it. You yeah, can just I, let it I, let it go. To, once you say that to me, it's I don't even want to pick it up at all. You can just roll yeah. down your windows I, I, and wave. I, I ain't even rolling them down. I'm just gonna drive by. Jordan Peele has reportedly is reportedly reviving the Twilight Zone. However, not on TV, but on the CBS All Access app, yeah, the same the, place you can find Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's 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 good to see that. I guess All Access is has some steam behind it. If they're gonna come out with another show, of course, you know, a classic like Twilight Zone. Do you trust it with Jordan Peele? I mean, Jordan Peele was was he's, it he's, key he's, or was it Peele behind no, Get Jordan, Out? Jordan. Jordan. No, no, was it key or Peele behind Get Peele. Out? Get, so Get to out me, hey, he has a proven track record. I mean, hey, I, I have faith in him. Why not? If he can do what he did with Get Out to the Twilight yeah, Zone, seriously, with that twisty kind of feel to it, Twilight Zone is all about twists. Of course, it's, yeah. So what, I, Christ, how can we screw with the audience's mind? I, I trust them. I like the original Twilight Zones, the black yeah, and white original guys, Twilight classics. Zones, absolute classics. Attack on Titan season three will be coming July of twenty eighteen. Officially, we knew season three was coming yeah. in eighteen. I mean, it's, it, it, it's good to see that it's right around the corner. Still, I checked on Amazon, 
for release date for season two on Blu-ray. Still nothing yet, but hurt. I still think season three is just the continuation of season two. I don't like. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, hey, I season g- give two me and, more. Just give me more. That's season all. two and I'm three greedy. combined are going to be the same length that season one was. I just come on. Just You're just br- calling just, it season three. Just at this bring point. more episodes. Well, that's say that could be like Honorage season two or season three A, three B. You yeah. know what I mean? Now, did you watch? The, the did you watch season two? No, I, I'm waiting. Me for neither. Do you I, know what happens? No, I said told Machi not to tell me. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so I know. I want. I want to go in blind. So I kind of been avoiding it. Me too. Sony Pictures Television has acquired Funimation at a 95 percent majority stake for 143 million dollars. Funimation is Dragon Ball Z, Attack on Titan, Titan. Roni Kenshin, Trigun. I mean, there, there are so many shows. on Fun- Funimation is is it, it's huge. Do they come out on PlayStation View or PlayStation Now. Do they take it away from Crunchyroll. And now capitalize come out on it. And come out on Why play- not? You know, like hundred forty-three million. That's that's a, that's a big chunk right there. So it's, it's, it's good to see that Sony is got it though. This, I think <laughs> you're a Sony guy. I'm a Sony guy. It's, you know, but if let's say you're not a PS4 owner, and Sucks you're you guys. and you have invested in Crunchyroll, Sucks. and they take Crunchyroll, they take it off and put it on, let's say PS View or PS TV. Okay, that yes, it's that simple. For people. <laughs> I mean, crazy. If you're gonna buy a VR for 400, or if you're gonna buy, but they're not an Xbox One for 500. <laughs> but they're if not. If you're gonna buy a Switch for 300, these are the people that aren't. I'm just saying. Well, I'm sucks. Th- this suck, doesn't it? Want me to be real? Going to lie to our, our listeners? No. Real on this show. God damn it, guys. My 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 face is completely <laughs> and firmly planted in my palms. <sighs> Gunpowder. From HBO with Kit Harrington will be coming to HBO in December. So it's right around the yeah, corner. Yeah, we all know that. Was it he, three he's, part, he's, from part Game, he's from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I think it was Plays three, three or four Snow. part. It's about basically the failed assassination attempt against King Henry the First. Mm-hmm. I mean, for something for three, four episodes, I'm interested. A I little, like Kit Harrington. I'll um, check it out. Listen, a mini series with Jon Snow where he's not trying to bang his, his aunt. I'm good. I mean, I'm in. I'm still, you know, even. <laughs> I'm in. I'm still in. Uh, Peyton List. She is from The Flash and Tomorrow People will join Gotham as Ivy Pepper slash Poison Ivy uh, for Gotham. Yeah, this is like the third or fourth recasting of, of Poison Ivy. So I've Ivy. read. Yeah, so they're just they're just basically changing the, the dynamic of the character because the last actress was kind of just like, you know, goofy, you know, you know, dim-witted, cute. Now this one's kind of, they say it's going to be more dangerous live wire. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Late last night at 11.51 p.m., story broke. Lord of the Rings and Warner Brothers are in talks for an Amazon Prime TV series. A television series based on J.R.R. Tolkien's beloved Lord of the Rings novels could be headed to Amazon. According to Variety, Warner Bros. TV and the Tolkien estate are in early stages of negotiations with Amazon Studios to develop the series. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos is allegedly personally involved in the talks. I literally just added that in pocket like five minutes ago. I was going to save it for next week because I thought our show was packed. But you know what? Hey, why not bring it up? There's, Lord of the Rings has such a loyal following my, like myself. I have the deluxe edition on Blu-ray. I got them somewhere down yeah. there. Never seen one of them though. I I never watched. I, I, I watched half of the me, first one. The second one is Two Towers is still my favorite. Okay. I mean, but if you want to see a continuation of Lord of the Rings or anything in that story realm, I'm in. So how, and I'm a Prime member, so perfect. How I want to watch them, to, but there's a lot of time to invest. Worth every okay. minute. Hold on. Worth every minute. Is it one of those? Is are they the type of movies where I cannot be on my phone and have it on in the background as I'm just like looking through stuff while kind uh, of paying I, attention? I think, I think you can. I, I mean, I, I've seen them multiple times, but there's a lot going on. There's a lot of characters, a lot of story. But I think if you're on your phone, you can still do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I so. just don't want to sit there for nine hours over three movies. More than it, it's, it's worth it. Honestly, the, the second one alone is makes it worth it. But the first one and third are really good. 
as we go to the movie section, the Lion King's full cast has been announced. We put this on Instagram. Yeah, we saw all the comments except for one were negative. Yeah, I mean, I'm, hey, again, I've never, I'm not a huge Beyonce fan, so that's right off the bat. I'm so, like, yeah, I don't give a shit about so her. So Beyonce has officially been cast as Nala. Yeah. So we have Donald Glover as Simba, Beyonce as Nala, James Earl Jones reprising as Mufasa, uh, Chiwetel uh, Ejiofor. Can't... He was the villain in uh, Strangers, or not, not, I don't even want to say what I said. Just it, keep going. Keep going. I, I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want to say. It's not Stranger Things, but I don't want to say. I know exactly what it is. I don't want to say because if you didn't see the movie, it'll implement it. It's, 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 it's fairly new, so I don't want to say anything. So okay, just, so he's I'll Scar. Alfred, <laughs> Alfred Woodward. Uh, I'm sorry, Woodard is Sarabi. Uh, John Oliver is Azu. Hey, white guy. John. Oh, my God. John Connie is Rafiki. Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. Uh, Billy Eichner is Timon. Um, Eric Andre is Azizi. Uh, Florence Kasumba is Shenzi. Keegan Michael Key is Kamari. Oh, I just saw why him. By the way, yeah. he is hilarious in that movie as the butler. Oh my god, why awesome. him is Dude, one he, of the, he is funny he's as underrated. Shit. Yeah, That's he's funny as shit. I thought that was a freaking hilarious. It was. I, I told the guy I worked to watch it. It was, it was hilarious. J D. McCarby is young Simba, and Shadani Wright Yosef is or Joseph is young Nala. I mean, so. hey, it, it's a solid cast. You know, obviously, I'm just not. I'm just not a fan of Beyonce. That's just me personally. But I mean, I'm still going to see the damn movie. I still have to see the Jungle Book. By the way, I'm slacking on that. But it's on Netflix. It, it looks good. Directed by John Favreau, yep. but that's a pretty star-studded cast. Whether you like him or not, yeah. that's the that's what I'm trying to get across to the folks on Instagram that were negative. Whether you like them as actors or not, it's a star-studded cast. Oh, easily. And it's it's going to be huge. Lion King was – the animated film was huge. Yeah. I'm looking forward to oh, John definitely. Oliver as Azu. Oh, I know. He, I love he, – He's funny. Last he's Week funny. Tonight is, and, and is I, a show and, I look and Danny, forward to. And Glover. I, I like Danny. I think he's hilarious. Danny Glover's great. And so is Seth, I mean, Seth Rogen, Billy Eichner. Yeah. Billy Eichner's in Parks and Rec. He can be a little annoying sometimes. I mean, very annoying. Yeah. But uh, still solid actor. Disney's streaming service that will be reportedly coming out in the next year or two yep. is reportedly going to be worth, and uh, this is not a typo. This is not a I mean, yeah. misspeak. $25 billion? $25 billion. Now, that's that's insane. I mean, That's insane. Yeah, I mean, that's – I mean, hey, go ahead, Disney. You do have a shit ton of freaking films, shows. It's a lot of bread. Well, that's Marvel. Yeah, that's Star Wars. That's everything. Everything. That's that's, that's Disney. Every Disney. Fi- <laughs> so I guess film ever came I out guess with. Netflix is failing in their attempt to keep the ne- the Marvel yeah. stuff. Yeah. So what happens to Daredevil and Punisher and the Marvel? Maybe TV? It, it, it maybe it phases out. They probably have a contract up in maybe season three or so and so this and that, and then it'll phase out. Do they, do they revive it on the Disney platform? The I don't streaming know. platform. We'll see. I'm sure it has to drop, but as of right now, we know that. Punisher is next, coming out November 17th, 17th, same day as Justice League. So we know that's that's going to be on Netflix. So 13 days. Yeah, we'll see, man. It's coming quick. Can't wait. <sighs> Do I got I have to subscribe to this. She's obsessed with Disney. Oh, yeah. You're, and you I love you don't Marvel. You don't have a shot. I don't have a shot in hell. I mean, me. I, what are you less, thinking? Ten bucks, twenty bucks a month? Probably, Twelve. Should, I'm it, thinking it twelve. More, no, it shouldn't be. More, it should not be more than ten dollars. There's too many streaming services out there. There's too many packages. To me, more than ten dollars is failure. But then again. A store that we're going to get to. Disney has been getting greedy, so we'll see. I think I'm pegging it at twelve dollars or thirteen. That's greedy to me. That's too much. But hey, who am I? Eleven ninety nine a month is my is my guess. You're going to guess nine ninety nine has to be that sweet spot. Oh, I agree. I think yeah. you can't go more than Netflix. Oh, I wouldn't. Um, but, but we'll see. It's Disney, so yeah. people pay the premium for it. You know, if Nintendo came out today. With a streaming service that let you play every Nintendo original game, every Super Nintendo game, or like the Switch, or every 
an every 64 game yeah. on I'll, whatever. You would get it, of course. Or whatever, wherever. And they charge you 15 bucks a month. Everybody gets it. I'm sure. Everybody. There's not one person that's a gamer that, does, that uh-huh. wouldn't want to play every yeah. one of the 64, including GoldenEye and Conquer, all the I licensed agree. games. I agree. It's just what it is. People pr- pay for the name and for yeah. the premium and for the brand. Uh, Lucasfilm is exploring a Ray film, a Finn film, and a bunch of other films for Star Wars post Episode Nine. Like I said, they get greedy. They want to make. They want to just squeeze out every cent from this franchise. And that's what happens when you introduce new characters to a crazy uh, franchise. Uh, of course, you're opening yourself up to. Spin-offs. I mean, hey, we're all probably going to see it, but we're going to see. Yeah. Are we going to see a Kylo Ren origin story, we, dude? I wouldn't be surprised. Like, can't we not? We'll see. Can't we just like let it go? It's coming out very fast. <sighs> Last Jedi got a new trailer. Yep, and it, I say that begrudgingly almost. It, it was, was a good trailer. I, I thought I thought it was better than what they showed previously. It was short. Mm-hmm. It was only a minute long. But I liked it better than than the two minute one they showed. They packed a lot into that minute. Yeah. Um. They cut out the stuff. A lot of the stuff. They still kept that little squeaking thing in there that people. Yeah. Hate. I don't. I don't care. They could. I, I don't care for him. Yeah. They could have done without he, that. Hopefully he's not in it too much. But we'll see. It seems like a one trick pony. It just screams. Exactly. So they could have cut that out, and I bet you the trailer would have had even better positive reviews. But it's. It, truth be told, it felt like a cut-up version of the first trailer. It just felt like more of the first okay, trailer, yeah, but just, yeah, just smaller bits. I felt like I saw almost every scene already. There was nothing new to me that I nerded out about or freaked out about. And this is me going into this film lukewarm. Yeah. I'm not even going into this one like, I can't yeah. wait, like I'm, I was I'm not, for seven. I'm not going into it as hyped as I was for The seven. Force Awakens. Right. But, hey, I could be Did, blown away. Now, was that because we've had two Star Wars movies the last two it, years? Exactly, probably. You know, I mean, and Rogue One there, was There was, was a time was. gap. There was a time gap between Star Wars films. And you haven't seen everything in a while. You knew that Harrison Ford was coming back. You knew, oh, like, kind of almost like the gang was back together type of deal. Now knowing that Harrison Ford met his end, Han Solo met his end in Force Awakens. I did see a meme like, did you see me die? Did you see my body? So I was like, all right, I kind of, you know, hey, you who the hell knows? You see him fall. You see him fall, but hey, you never Luke, know. Luke, Luke survived the fall. You never know. Or was that Luke that survived that? Yeah, no. he fell. He fell, but I don't, I don't think as far as. Uh, Darth Maul did not survive his fall, apparently. <laughs> well, he got cut in half. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. And then fell. That yeah, was two for. Yeah. You got cut in half, yeah. and then you fell. His chances to your are death. not good. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he's a Sith. Yeah. The kid, they do whatever they want. Um, I'm going to read this exactly as I wrote in the notes. Yeah, as you should. <clears throat> Disney sets a new douche-a-meter uh, scale with the release of The Last Jedi. They are asking for a 65% revenue share as opposed to the standard 55, and it's up from the 64 that they asked for from Episode 7. 1% makes a ton of yeah. difference when you're talking about a billion-dollar movie. Um, they're asking for 65% from theaters in order for them to show it in their theater, and they're demanding that the film be kept in the largest auditorium in the theater for four weeks, which is twice as long as a normal to film. To me, that's a piece of shit move, knowing that already... But they can do it. Yeah, no, but it's, it, Star Wars. It's, it's a piece of shit move because you already know that movie theaters are struggling. They're, people aren't going to the movies as much as they used to. To me, that's just Disney being freaking greedy as shit. Like, you already know everyone's going to see it. Why are you going to ask for goddamn more money when you... When freaking movie theaters are barely making it as is, I kind of I wish that kind of the theaters were like, "F you, we don't even want it," and it doesn't even go in theaters. And it's like they kind of put their foot in their mouth a little. Yeah, I, I but they're not gonna do it because it's freaking Star Wars. And for four weeks, taking your biggest screen up, I I want to do a little research. What I should have done. It's kind of is, bullshit too, because Justice League also is coming out November fourteenth, and Star Wars is December fifteenth. September seventeenth, and Star Wars is the fifteenth. I don't know. I just think that's a piece of shit move by Disney. What I should have done... A power move. I should have looked up the biggest movie coming out two weeks after 
And well, obviously Last after Jedi. after or before because Justice League is is only a month before it. So I guess that kind of leaves the take. You know, it will take the biggest screen away from Justice League. But well, no, well, if Justice League only gets its two weeks like every other yeah, movie, then yeah. it won't have anything. But to do again, with it. it's still it's a, really it's still for, a piece of shit move. I don't like it. It puts a bad taste in my mouth. It, sure, it does, and it's it is a piece of crap move, and it also does it will hurt whatever movie, whatever big movie comes out two weeks yeah. after, which I believe puts you right on track for New Year's. Yeah. Um, Whatever movie comes out that week that would normally get the big IMAX screen yeah, is now not, hurting. Yeah, that's, because, see, that sucks. That because sucks. they won't get it, number one. Number two, by the end of week two, no one's going to be in that theater. Yeah, it's, it's going to be empty. I mean, to me, You're hurting I, I, I kind of I wish that they – like the theater's like, let's all deny this film and make them go back. That's that's just erroneous. That's too much money. 65% is, is too much take. You're going to find Last Jedi in the $5 bin at Walmart <laughs> on December 16th. I, and I'll pick it up. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Sam, finally, we can get into it. You saw Thor. Yeah, me and Dom saw it last night. Joss Whedon called it a modern masterpiece. What say you? I'm, a modern masterpiece, that's that's big words. Um, I, I would say it's a great film. To me, it's probably top five Marvel films to date. Oh. I saw a lot of people saying it was in their top three. I don't know if it hits the top three. I'm thinking four or five. To me, probably the best Thor film, um, the funniest Thor film. Yeah, um, which isn't saying much, right? It, I mean, it's. I mean, I see. I like the first two Thor films. I know a lot of people kind of like, kind of just like dismiss them, but I, I enjoyed them. I like Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Um, Tom Hiddleston as, as Loki was awesome. Mark Ruffalo is obviously we already know Hulk's in it. Um, I forget the actress who played Valkyrie, but she she actually did pretty good. Um, we had our boy Anthony Hopkins. He he he's obviously is Odin. And I, I'm not going to say who it was, but there were some cameos in it that I think you, as soon as you see, you're just going to laugh because I know me and Dom, as soon as we saw this person, we just laughed. So I, I think it was pretty good. Of course, you get your, you know, no surprise, you get your Stanley cameo. Longer, It was a longer movie and I thought it was 130 minutes. I didn't think it was as long as it was going in, but I, I think it was a great film. It's, it's going to do great. It's the, I believe it's the highest rated MCU film to date. And to me, this kind of sets up like the ending. Obviously, stay for the end credits. There's two end credit scenes. What did you think of the Hulk? The Hulk was good. He he doesn't show up right in the beginning, so they kind of they they set it up. So I don't like people kind of said beginning it could be a Hulk movie. It's still a Thor movie because Thor's obviously it's, it is Thor Ragnarok, but he did have a nice chunk of time. He was funny. Yes, he is talking. It's it's a different side of Hulk than we're used to. Is it full sentences or is it more just grunting? It's no, he, 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 he says he, he talks some sentences, but he's still obviously not the, the, the sharpest tool in the shed there, but it, it was a solid film. I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I think it, it's, if you, I don't think you saw the Thor films, but if you do decide to make, obviously see Thor once then see Thor two dark world, then definitely check out Thor writer. It's definitely worth seeing. I'm going to wait till they release all three of them on Blu-ray in a collection. And I'll just watch yeah. it all. Definitely, it, it, but it, it's definitely worth seeing. I, I suggest everyone see. I said that about X Men too. Yeah, and you haven't seen it. Yet. Not uh, one. Get up. Homecoming or a Ragnarok? Ragnarok. Guardians two or Ragnarok? I don't. I don't know. That's that. That's actually because they're both funny. Drax killed me in the set in the second Guardians. That's tough, man. That shit. I, I don't know, man. Because I, re- I recently just watched Guardians 2, and it was a great watch. Maybe go Guardians 2. Maybe. Maybe. Iron Man or Iron Man 2 or Ragnarok. Probably Thor Ragnarok. 
Just just because I I've seen Iron Man so a, a few times, mm-hmm. obviously too. It was good, but I I don't need to see it again. Winter Soldier or uh, Winter Soldier. It's still my favorite Marvel film. Cool. All right. Good enough for me. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne is working on a secret project different than the Ant Man sequel, but we don't know what that is yet. He's coming back as. Can't think of his name. <laughs> Damn it! I was just made the Matrix. I can't think of his name. Morpheus. Morpheus. God damn it! He's gonna have the sunglasses, and hey. bald head, and all that. Yeah, I like Lawrence Fishburne. Whatever they got, I'll check it out. What the hell could it be? I have no idea. No clue. I haven't. I haven't heard anything. Is, Moon Knight's DC, right? Yeah. No, it's, no, Moon Knight is Marvel. Moon Knight's Marvel. Yeah. There you go. No, you heard it. No, Lawrence no, Fishburne no, is no, the villain. No. Is the villain in a Moon Knight movie? He, he could be, actually. Yeah, I, I could. It was there a it bush is. kill. I think I could see him playing like that character. Okay, that'd be different. Yeah. Yo, if that's right, that'd be hilarious. If that's but, right, but, no, but honestly, I'm giving unless myself unless, unless I, to me, Moon Knight should be a Netflix series rather than a movie. He he deserves his own Netflix series. Henry Cavill had an interview recently where he basically said, uh, "You know, instead of that, I'm just going to read it to you." Uh, the interview we had, Henry Cavill has acknowledged that DC Cinematic Universe, or whatever they're calling it now, this is per IGN, Lucy O'Brien, hasn't exactly had the smoothest ride. An extremely candid interview with The Rake magazine, the Superman actor said that his comparison, I'm sorry, said that comparisons to rival Marvel haven't exactly been its biggest problem. To quote, even if Marvel didn't exist, we'd struggle, he told the publication. Quote, there was a style that the filmmakers were going for, an attempt to to be different and look at things from a slightly different perspective. It has not necessarily worked, unquote. Cavill said that while the movies have made money, they haven't given everyone what they wanted. To quote, it hasn't given everyone the sensation which superheroes should give the viewer, end quote. Cavill says that Wonder Woman, which was both a commercial and critical success, was the major exception. To quote, I think it's a wonderful time for the female hero, he said. It is a perfect setting uh, in social politics right now. We need it. We want that perspective. And Wonder Woman has struck at an ideal time and has become a phenomenal success, which is fantastic. Yeah, so okay. he basically said, even if Marvel didn't exist, the DC films would still be struggling. And 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 that's okay. It's an honest interview, and hopefully the Wonder Woman is the film of the you know, DC films to kind of kickstart and change the, the upcoming you know films. We're gonna find out. In yeah, 13 dude, days. Justice League—it's quick, man. And and what I've seen, I, I can't wait. We're gonna find out yeah. in just thirteen yep. short days. Shazam has cast Zachary Levi or Levy as its main character. I mean, it's at first I was like, okay. And then I, I saw him tweeted something like, "Hey, I'm grateful for 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 you know for DC to get me this this role. If you guys need me, I'll be in the gym forever." <laughs> I just because Shazam's a bigger guy. I mean, he, the guy he's fit, but he, he he knows he has some bulking up to do. I just thought that was hilarious, and I was like, you know what? I like him. I'm going to give him a chance. Well, they also cast Mark Strong to play the villain. Thaddeus well, Savannah well, or Doctor Savannah. He was in talks to play that, correct? I don't think well, they... they didn't cast him. He's okay. in talks to play. But I mean, that's that'd be a, a solid villain for. To, to show up he kicks ass in kingsman that and i when he was in the green lantern i did like him as sinestro or near the end you yeah you know he's evil yeah so yeah i, I think it, i think that if it is cast i think that's solid undateable creator adam let's do this one schizel schizel uh is in negotiations to write new line dc entertainment's black adam movie Never saw Undateable. I mean, okay. I mean, just you got the rock in it, so I, I think you're 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 in good hands. Danny Elfman's Batman theme will be in the Justice Fuck League. Fuck yeah, that's Danny <laughs> Elfman. That's old school, dude. That's all, dude. I think like literally just when I read that, like I got goosebumps. Like as soon as I, as soon as everyone hears that music, you're gonna know exactly what, what that is. Pet Cemetery, the remake 
Uh, you don't want to go down that rod. Not down that rod. Uh, has found its directors Kevin Kolsch and Dennis Widmeyer. Hey, don't they're not ringing a bell for me. Me neither. But do you know who? You know Pet Cemetery? Vaguely. The Stephen King. Oh, the, oh, the uh, is that a she, not? It's not a short story, right? It's actually it's a, a, book? It's a full. Okay. It's oh, it's not okay. short. Okay. Uh, it's a full book. It's uh, the the movie is Herman Munster, uh, the guy who plays Herman Munster uh, says. That, that big joke that South Park took, oh, you don't want to go down that rod. And we, we have taken that uh, wow. to heart. Uh, Ryan that that Ryan. doesn't really do nothing for me, but okay. It's it's okay. Tyrese is bitching again. Yeah, he, he, he posted some video. Of, I don't know he's going through some legal stuff with his daughter and stuff like that. And basically, I, he had a huge tweet basically saying, The Rock, if you do this spinoff movie with Jason Statham, then... Uh, and if he's back for Fast 9. Yeah, that he'll, he will back out of Fast 9. But in, in the end, it's like... Tyrese, um, the Rock is not. The you. Rock is bigger than you, and for you to say that, I don't think fans would mind if Roman Pierce is not in the Fast Nine series. Actor and music artist Tyree Gibson's clash with Fast and the Furious yeah. franchise co-star Dwayne Johnson continues with Gibson declaring today that he would not he would back out of the series if Johnson returned for Fast Nine. Gibson made his announcement via his yeah. personal Instagram yeah. account. I'm sorry to announce, if Dwayne is in Fast Nine, there will be no more Roman Pierce. Gibson proceeded to refer to Johnson as a clown and a selfish champ. Gibson's anger at Johnson is linked to the upcoming Fast and Furious spinoff due to the hit due to hit theaters in 2019. Yeah. In a previous Instagram post, Gibson admitted that he quote was just mad at Johnson. I'm sorry, was just mad that Johnson was pitched an idea privately and said yes to it without thinking of what I'm dealing with personally. Yeah, it's like, dude, it's like... Why would he care? Yeah, it's like, dude, that's your own personal thing that has nothing to do with the Fast and the Furious franchise. This is just something to extend the series and, and bring something new to it. Don't be butthurt because you're not in it. Gibson is currently locked in a court battle with his ex-wife concerning the pair's 10-year-old daughter, yeah. which according to Gibson has, quote, left him almost broke. All I asked, and this is another quote, all I asked you to do privately was not accept a role that would deeply affect us all. And that's, to me, that's, again, that's just kind of like, e that's like an ego thing, just because maybe you're not in it, and, and The Rock has posted some, some, I'd say some funny Instagram things, basically, like, big dogs eat. Little dogs cry on the porch. I thought it was hilarious. It's a spinoff. It's yeah. not going to affect the main series. Yeah. They're on their ninth film. The franchise isn't going to go on forever. Yeah, the, the franchise should have been over, but whatever. Yeah. Going. The disaster artist, the film that James that the Francos and Rogan yeah, are making I mean, about I, Tommy Wiseau in the room, I, I got saw, another trailer. I saw the trailer. I I don't know. I I just don't think this movie's for me because you haven't seen the room. You may. Yes. I don't know. I don't <laughs> if you've know. seen the room and you know how Tommy Wiseau talks, and yeah. you know how I'm sure right. you James know Franco's that, a good actor. Dave Franco's he, a good actor. James Franco. Seth Rogen looks funny. But he I nailed know. the accent. To me, I, I just I don't know. I don't care. If you've seen the room, you'd understand why in the middle of the trailer you see them throwing a football around. Uh, you you hey, know I'm, I'm, what he like went through I said, to make this I'm sure movie. this movie's going to be good. It's just, for I, me, it's not speaking to me. My my. But for you, hey, great. Go out and see it. Support him. Mo most hype movie do. of the year. It's not even close. Um, hyped. Maybe not going to be my yeah, movie of the year. That's yeah. still going to be Guardians 2 at this point. Yeah. At this point. But The Disaster Artist, if it comes out this year, because it says December, I can't freaking wait. I love The Room. Huge fan. Can't can't wait to see it. Um, the box office this last week, as kind of predicted, Jigsaw took home uh, the top spot at the at the box office, sixteen point three million dollars. Uh, kind of getting shit on. 
everywhere. I didn't see it yet. Brie, got, Brie liked it though. You got she your you really got your good. hardcore Saw fans yeah. that that are gonna like that movie, yeah. but the average moviegoer saying it's just there's so many twists, so yeah. many plot turns. If you didn't see the other seven, you're gonna be lost. No point. But let's go real quick. Stephen King's It number ten, two point five million. Suburbicon two point eight million. The Foreigner three point two million. Only the Brave three point five. Thank you for your service. Three point seven. Blade Runner twenty forty nine at four million. Still hanging around. Happy Death Day at five point one. Geostorm still bombing at 5.7. Number two at the box office. Boo. Boo, a Medea Halloween, 10 million. As it topped the box office last week, comes in at number two this week. Tyler Perry, man, he knows how to make a film. (laughs) That's it. He is is an auteur, that man. Uh, We have the upcoming films for this week. Obviously, we know in 13 days... Big Time Justice League is going to be dropping. Um, but this week, we have November 5th, Pokemon the Movie, I Choose You, Murder on the Orient Express, Daddy's, oh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Yep, Daddy's Home 2. Looks, looks funny. Looks Mar- funny. The yeah. first one was good. Yeah. The first one was good. We have, that, we have that one. Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. It's too long of a title. Get over yourself, movie. Mayhem, Bitch, and that's it. Uh, that's not bad. Some Things are getting out, out of the yeah. way for Justice League. Uh, by the way... Yeah, make the money now while you can. Yeah, nothing's really going to come you, out and on just. Pretty League. sure next week is still going to be Thor. So, oh yeah, Thor's yeah. going to win this week. Yeah. It's going to win next week. It's going to win up until Justice League. It's going to take yeah. us up into Justice Easily. League. Uh, real quick in the mu- uh, music world, a couple new releases. <laughs> the Used come out with a new CD, The Canyon. Uh, I listened to it. It sucks. <laughs> I, t- I never got into the use that was always your band uh over and over again broken windows and upper falls are good tracks it's got 17 tracks it's not very good outside a lot of those songs three. though it is a completely different think about what brand new went from your favorite weapon yeah. to deja and how people took that yeah. some people like me took it positive yeah. some people take it negative this is the same thing the use changed they are not the same well, use they evolved, broken, which is fine yeah. which is completely fine i'm not bashing them for changing just wasn't a change i'm into uh, and weezer came out with a new record pacific daydream um Pretty poppy, pretty catchy, pretty snappy. Okay. I liked it. Feels like summer, happy hour, Mexican Fender and Beach Boys, solid songs off yeah. of that record. Okay. So I would say Weezer over the used. Um, I actually forgot to check this morning about the stuff that came out yesterday. These two records came out last Friday. Okay. So the stuff that came out yesterday we'll grab next okay. week. Uh, Sam, it is time for our pick of the week, our final segment before we sign off for the week. I mean, no surprise, my pick of the week. Thor Ragnarok, go, go see it in the theaters. I and I saw it in three D. Usually, after I see a three D movie, I got I usually get a headache. This one, it, it flowed good. I had no headache, and obviously, it's space. There's a lot of celestial stuff like that. Definitely worth a view. Check it out. Yeah, I will be watching it when I see the first two Thor movies. Ryan Popejoy gave me the first two. I had them for six months and just. I tried, I tried, that, that's I tried. Your, that's your thing. That's I just, just your thing. You borrow shit for months, and it just sits there and collects dust, and you give it back. I just kept falling asleep. I couldn't get over it. Unbelievable. I couldn't do it. What do you want? My pick of the week is obvious as well. It is Super Mario Odyssey on the Nintendo Switch. Go. What, what, are, you, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. If you're listening to this right now, it better be in the car on the way to a Best Buy or GameStop to go pick up that game. To go home and play it. You'll drop 50 to 100 hours on it and be the best 50, 100 hours you spent in a long time. Honorable mention to Cultaholic, which is a new YouTube series that is launching Sunday, uh, November 5th. It is from the folks behind What Culture WWE who left. The top five folks from that left. They are breaking out to do their own WWE channel on their own merit. Super excited about their funny as hell. WTF moments, pay-per-view reviews, pay-per-view predictions. Super good stuff. Weekly content. Unfortunately, they lost their main um, their main creator, their main mind behind it. Due to personal reasons, won't get into. But really excited for that launch, so check it out. But that... Whew, 
yeah, was we, a we, packed. We got it under two hours. We, we did. did. That's our goal is yeah, to deliver an under two hour episode. But that was episode 63, probably 64 and 65 from all the content that we had packed into that two hours. But we thank you very much for taking a listen. Remember, six guests coming up. We cannot wait to share the names of who they are uh, later on down the line. But look forward to those bonus episodes coming soon. But we'll be back next week with episode 64. Thank you for listening. That's it.